Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, podcast. Our cult- Hello and welcome. Whatever you said. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast, where there's very little wrestling and it's on YouTube. So, don't, not sure if it's a podcast. You are listening and watching or doing whatever you want to to Mafu, the Wall of Dogs, Mister Jack the Jobber, and Ross Twardell. Jack, Hello. start off with you, so being nice and show that I do actually like you. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> I am... Um, my legs, I'm not able to... I can't walk that well. I've been on a big walk, two big walks this week. I'm being all healthy and that. And while in my head, while mentally I feel great, physically, not so good. I should have left a bigger gap between the walks. But, oh, it's cleared my head right out. Feeling great. How are you, Matthew? Grand, I also went for a big walk. I went to Sheffield and back... In one sitting, which was lovely. Uh, why did I go to Sheffield? Oh, I went to call like HQ to get more pictures for the, you know, Maison Sen. And I hope people will appreciate this is the last time we'll be seeing some new entries for a while because Pachiti, our boss, told me how much they were spending on ink per, week, <laughs> per month, as it is in this bike. So this will be the next, this will be the last one, I guess, because there's nowhere else open to print stuff. And so I'll print this off at the start. Now that you've done that beautiful segue, we'll do this later on. But thank you to, we get the bloody name up. Gone, Eva Colwell for this lovely picture of myself. That's really good. Wow. Nice? Wow, the dogs are restless as well. The attention to detail. It's a little fangs. Right. You Eva like... Stoffball, I should say. I beg your pardon for Miss You look like John Lennon. Like That's right. And they shot him. So on that happy note, <laughs> Ross. How are you doing, mate? I'm not too bad. I, I've been going on shorter walks on my commute to the office down the quayside, seeing many dogs. Got the stroke of German, a German Shepherd the other day. It was a lovely experience, a lovely soft head it had. But I've just been to Tesco down the road here from the office, and uh, some absolute Raji is working there with a skinhead, and he had Darren Styles pumping as loud as loud could be. So I'm awake, I'm on fire, I'm ready to bounce to the ounce on the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. You wear fl- uh, Flashlight by Darren Styles. Remember that one from back in the day? That was on. Show me the way. <laughs> Light like, up my day. <laughs> I feel like I know the name, but I, I can't differentiate him from many other similar artists. Oh, I felt like I was 16 yeah. going to Clubland again. Mm. Good to hear. No, I don't know the, so- the song either, but I'm glad it worked for you, pal. Is this the, is this the way to Amarillo? Oh, yeah, me. I love that song. <laughs> Oh, so, my God. Go on, Jack. Story time already. 
I saw an article on the BBC that was like, we're at this school to interview these young TikTok stars, right? And honestly, they're both funny lads, right? But but the, the humour's a bit unpolished. And it's fun, easy for me to say. The humour's a bit unpolished in that. But um, you can tell that they've got something. But one of them is so funny. He's called Ollie Ball. And he just does reviews of like foods that he buys in the canteen. So the other one will say something as an intro. Like you'll sing, is this the way to Amarillo? Then he'll pan across and the guy will be like, he says, it's Ollie Ball here. But he goes... It's only ball here. I just got a lovely brownie from the canteen. I'm going to give it a bite. Can't wait to try. And then he bites it and he's like, it's really delicious. The textures, the flavours. He's really good. I really, I really think he's got something. He's only like 14 or something, but he's very funny. It hasn't convinced me to, for, like fully to get into TikTok, but it's only ball here. Just think he's really good. Very funny. Very funny young man. That's good to hear, Jack. Uh, aren't you not going to go TikTok? Isn't the time limit only two minutes? <laughs> what? Is that one just to get half a story out? <laughs> in the Colorholic news no, section of the podcast oh sorry breaking news it. what's happening it's too early for this roasting <clears throat> I'm sorry it's just that some of some of us uh, have other things to be doing like talking mm. about the Colorholic news bloody hell what a busy week uh, Kane the great Carly and Rob <clears throat> Van Dam announced for the WWE Hall of Fame a busy week for the Hall of Fame unlike us three lads Last week during this podcast, uh, any favourites there? Has Rob Van Dam been? Con- <clears throat> Sorry, has Rob Van Dam been confirmed? I know he said it, but they haven't officially. Have they officially announced was, it? Now? Wasn't it Sabu who said? Yeah. Oh Sabu no, said, oh, he's in Sabu oh, yeah. as a source. My- oh wait a minute, I thought he was in Colic News. My pal Rob's going in the Hall of Fame. You know, that's exactly how Sabu said it. Well, whilst I check, Colic News and uh, Mr. Aidan Gibbons, Mitch Wadden, what do you think about Kane? First of all. Ross, oh. I know that you have lots oh, of opinions on first, it. First ballot Hall of Famer, isn't he? I don't yeah. like the people going where he's gone in before the Undertaker. That's not right. Who cares, man? Kane's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. That's why he should be. Yeah. Uh, I think it's you could say it's long overdue. Kane's, Kane will now always be an iconic figure in wrestling. And he seems, apart from like politics aside, because politicians, there's always something to disagree with. But just as a person I'd like to talk to, I imagine he's a really nice guy. He comes across that way. Really you, never, you never hear any wrestlers say a bad word about Glenn, like outside mm. of politics and that, do you? I had someone tweet me, because I tweeted saying uh, I'd love to do his induction speech, just a, a bit of japery on the Twitter machine, you know, and someone was like, yeah, I used to like him as well before you, some sort of political reference. And I was like, the young lad who survived a fire and then grew up <laughs> to try and murder his big brother while shooting lightning bolts out of his fists. He's not a politician, for goodness sake. He doesn't know what politics is. There's two different things there. I can separate that. I don't know about you, lads. I can separate the wrestling character from the, the real-life man. Especially when he's a childhood one. Yeah. I think it's harder to separate them when you've grown up with them. Oh, Kane. It's just Kane, the fire. Right. We're not advocating anything here, but if we weren't able to separate the wrestlers from the art, uh, none of us would be watching wrestling still. So, <laughs> so no issues with Kane. Love the guy, the character, the... The warts and all, all the stupid crap he's done over the years, but eh, it's Kane, isn't it? Great Carly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Former world uh, champion. I saw a lot of people very happy about this. So they should be. Remember those matches he had with uh, John Cena? No seven? Oh. Was that was that the, the good matches? Was that when Cena was everyone was like, Whoa, Cena's getting good matches here? I mean, sorry, yeah. Great Carly's having wonderful matches with John Cena. He went from good Carly to great Carly. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed going back and looking at his New Japan stuff, me on the Yo Chobe. Just seeing mm. how agile he was in his younger years. 
And by the time he got to WWE, he's a bit knackered. So we didn't see the best of him, clearly. Yeah. Appeared on Call with no knees will do that to you. As well. He was in mine and Sam's Christmas song, which was a laugh. I mean, he didn't know. Yeah. We just got him to do a cameo. <laughs> like a literal, like the, the, the app, not the, not the word. 17 he... grand he charges, you know. <laughs> and he pops up oh, and he's same, like, man. We, only, we told him to say like a small, small thing. And he just went with it. It was quite long in the end. We had to do a full bridge just to fit in his cameo. Cultaholic, my brothers. And just goes on one. And we're like, all right, okay. Yeah. So easy to work with is what you're saying. Yeah. And I like this because it's the great Carly. And it again, reminds everybody, like we do this every single year for well over 10 years. Remind everyone, it's not a real Hall of Fame. It's how WWE can make money off their product. So they're looking at India again. Hello, great Carly for the Hall of Fame. That's it. And getting everyone mad. Disrespecting the prestigious Hall of Fame. (laughs) I hope that what? when the other inductees are doing the speeches, he tries to get on stage to steal their spotlight like he did with Jinder. <laughs> <laughs> no, my time. I thought he was going to end it as just tries to get on stage. <laughs> and also, I've looked at figure four online, have confirmed that, yeah, oh, RVD is announced for the Hall of Fame. Good, good. I mean, he deserves that as well. It's a yeah, strong... One of a kind. I know we're <laughs> running two years together, but it seems like a pretty strong one. Already knew about Molly Holly and everything. A lot of good wrestlers in there, or a lot of big names. Mm. Batista conspicuous by his absence because he's busy. Fair enough. I understand why he's asked to delay it. Because he might be shooting a film or something. Like He can't risk being around that many people, I suppose. Yeah, he's looking at all the reports online and going, I'm not completely there. <laughs> yeah. I've got real-life work to be doing. Nah. So good for Batista. And we're getting Bulldog as well. Obviously, it was mm. confirmed last year, but now actually happening. So, yeah. Good Hall of Fame. No pressure for later on, lads, eh? <laughs> Moving on. Cody and Brandy Rose getting a reality show spin-off. It was announced on AEW Dynamite. Presumably because they got bored of taking shots at Raw and NXT and now moving on to taking shots at Total Divas. Cool. So. Hey, they missed, they, the ch- they, missed the, they missed the boat with the name, I think. Total Nightmares, it had to be, surely, if they're going to take shots. <laughs> What's, what, is, what is the name again? It's Roads to... Oh, bollocks, I forgot. Roads Matthew. to Nowhere. <laughs> Max and Paddy. <laughs> um, Paddy and Max. <laughs> I just imagine them driving a caravan at the start. Brand <laughs> at the end, Brandy. best of all, we don't pay. Yeah, council, council tax. tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Roads yeah, to something, really I've like forgotten couple. completely what the name is. Okay. Well, tune in next week to see what the name of it is. <laughs> is this the road to serial? Amarillo? <laughs> Biggest news this week, Andrade asking for his release and getting mm. it. This obviously mm. happened last Friday. Uh, if you haven't watched or listened to the podcast before, as soon as this podcast comes out, something big happens news-wise. So just saying, people should people should fear when they get the notification on Twitter or Facebook that the podcast is out. It's like, uh-oh. And we locked the doors. So, yeah, yeah Andrade, obviously, they've done nothing with him for months. As was released, received it. And also, the non-compete clause, which is standard for people coming out the contracts, he doesn't have one. He has a non-non-compete. And this kick-started a chain of rumours that Charlotte demanded that Andrade be released from the, WrestleMania, from the, the contract. And she would not do WrestleMania as a result. It was a weird series of events where... Lots of people online are very critical of people like Sean Ross Sapp and Ryan Satin and Meltzer going, oh, this make it up, this make it up. 
And then someone went on 4chan and posted something. And there seemed to be a lot of people going, aha! <laughs> <laughs> this must be true. Yeah. Uh, so it was weird. And then it, obviously it's emerged now that Charlotte has COVID. which got a rare name drop on Raw, so you know it's serious. And uh, yeah, still very curious, but for good reasons, for Andrade, from getting a non-non-compete. But yeah, what an absolute waste of talent that was. I can't believe it. You know, it's like when a football team lets go of a, like, a player and you can't believe it. Like, you're like, what? And then they go on to do well at the next place. He's so good. He does not just at wrestling. He is very good at wrestling. But he looks the part, even though, I mean, his English is improving. But even though he's not got the best English, he's still, there's a difference between like promo skills and charisma, I think. A lot of people forget. And he's got so much charisma, even if even if his promos were never the best. But just pair him up with Zelina Vega again, or Thea Trinidad. I think it was Ross who suggested that, mate. Was that on the news with me? I'm not the only one. It was just no, a main yeah, event, true. a main event tandem, wasn't it? Right, to be exploited on the main roster, but they never, they never did it for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it's a very strange turn of events how things have panned out with those two. Yeah, seems to be screwing anybody who had any connection with Selena Vega, as we've said before. So, Alistair <laughs> Black currently injured in catering, it says. So, oh well. Uh, Peacock removing controversial content from their W archive because. Peacock is a normal people app for normal people who can look at Parks and Rec, Brooklyn 999 and 30 Rock and all those things and scroll down and see a half Scottish, half Canadian man painting himself half black and going, yeah, right. So uh, I know a lot of people get upset about this. And it's to me, it's I'm someone who doesn't like censorship, pretending it didn't happen about like having a disclaimer, like all the, the Warner Brothers and stuff have at the beginning of their old, very dodgy cartoons. But I can completely understand why Peacock are doing this. WWE can put on whatever the bloody hell they like because, you know, it's wrestling. And wrestling fans are like, yeah, it was a different time. Uh, all it takes is a few people to go, what the hell is this? And then NBC, which is a company that actually protects its image, um, are going to go, oh, yeah, what the hell is this? Grab some of that well, money back, they, WWE. Maybe they should have done their research before they bought the network. That's all I'm saying it's about yeah. Peacock. I'm just annoyed because the big appeal of the network for me is that you can go back and watch any show as it was at the time. I'm not necessarily saying, oh, I love the controversial stuff, keep it in. I'm just saying, like, it's a very useful reference point, especially in our jobs as well, but just as a fan as well, you can use it. Like, the, the, the archival stuff is so much more of an appeal than the than the current stuff, even, with the network for me. Yeah. What about you, Ross? I don't know what to say. It's going to be interesting to see where the line is in terms of controversy and what things stay in and what things go out. They're just they're making a... A big, what's the word I'm looking for? A big hole to dig for themselves, potentially, with the stuff they potentially might keep in and, and take out. So it's a shame, because obviously it is nice to go back and, and see how things have progressed in certain instances and see how things have like developed and what sort of standards aren't the standard anymore and how we've, we've come a long way in certain aspects. But I can fully understand why they want to, uh, to do that with certain things. Yeah. That was a bunch of diplomatic answers there, wasn't it? And the last bit of news this week, uh, Tony Khan again with the billionaire flex. He's managed to get the new theme music for Orange Cassidy as Where Is My Mind by the Pixies, which will be making its debut very soon. That, right, sparked a bit of a music debate in our work, Messenger. Did it? Yeah, because uh, someone posted it in the news chat and then I was like, oh, I don't know if it... Uh, like, Obviously, Pixies are great. I was just like, does it fit Orange Cassidy? It's a bit dark. 
And then Sam was like, maybe maybe its association with Fight Club makes it darker than than what it was meant to be. And we were like, oh yeah. Hmm. And then I mentioned his indie theme song, which was Jane, um, by oh, what are they called? Do you know what Matthew off the top? Darren of Styles in it. Yeah, Darren Styles is Jane. Um, <laughs> Max and Paddy. And then we were thinking of like other songs that could have worked well with him. And then I was like, didn't he used to have Human Fly? And then I remembered that was CCK. But anyway, um, I just, I don't know if it fits with him. It's a strange one. What do you think, Matthew? I think it fits the Orange Cassidy they're going for in AEW. Do you? Fair enough. charismatic enigma. Oh, wait, no, we got one. (laughs) Um, But there's this lad who's just like, he's a bit curious, he's a bit odd, he's the Orange Undertaker and all the other stuff going for him. So that fits, you know. I reckon he might be getting a little gimmick shift going forwards, mate, because when I hear that song, I think like, deranged sort of mentally unstable yeah. not sort of lazy sloth man yeah. I still think they should have, the best friends theme was the best fit I thought I thought it just mm. worked with Orange Cassidy it's one hell of a bop as the kids might say today well Jane was like a big classic rock song and that worked with him because it was like oh it, it reminded you of like an 80s film where there's a stoner character bless you and you. um so I was like oh have like what's it called by the outfield the um Oh, I don't want to sing it because of the because you don't want to sing a song on YouTube. Um, I don't want to wow. use your love tonight. You know that one? Are you being serious? Is it only if you're very accurate? Can I just do it? Just do oh, it. Right. You can sing it. All <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I didn't know the rules. I thought that if I you, thought you were humble just... bragging that your song no, no, was going to no, be so no. accurate. <laughs> no, no. I thought that YouTube was just really solid on picking up even the tiniest melody. Like, haven't haven't there been horror stories of someone just singing a little little riff of something and then getting taken down? With no music. Oh, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm you're right. You better not, Jack. Oh, well, okay. moving on. I wasn't saying, oh, I'm just so pitch perfect, lads. That it's That's not, what we heard, mate. Go <laughs> That's you know what, Jack? You should, you're missing up two now. Now you should just mouth it like like that. And go, oh, no, Jack. It's, it's so accurate. It's been censored by YouTube. <laughs> I like uh, big. Just oh, no, wait, to Max and Paddy, and that's the way to get around it. That's true. <laughs> and that was... The news. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. And now for our Hall of Fame. One of a kind, just saying. In condescending order from last week, Charles Leclerc. Oh, yeah, we're we'll doing that. Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc, 14%. Michael Winslow doing Led Zeppelin. Wait a minute, no. Michael Winslow's doing Led Zeppelin's whole lot of love on Norwegian TV, 39%. I watched that. It was very good. It is very good, isn't it? It's, it's nice to see so many people know Michael Winslow because we know, like, Ben's watch this podcast. So Ben's would have to go, look, that one guy from Police Academy making do stuff with his mouth. But obviously not enough Ben's watch this. I'm surprised at this. Like, because all I thought last week was this was crap. Darlington <laughs> Stadium, 47%. Wait, what were we? Darlington Stadium. Darlington Stadium's won. The legend of George Reynolds. No. And a stadium what? bigger than the city. 47%. Bloody hell. Thank you very much. Turns out I guessed correctly there. Wow. Oh. Mate, well, thank you very much, all those who voted. It was the way you told to it, maybe. Because there's no it chance must be. I couldn't no get Angus in, but I got bloody Reynolds. Oh. Darlo. Wow. Darlo. Hi. Uh, wow, okay, well, do we just pause for effect? <laughs> okay, that's enough. Um, I am going to put something wrestling-related. I know, 
weird, isn't it? But I think last week was an indication that we do need a slightly bit more wrestling. So I'm going to put Sheamus in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Specifically, this current run he's having. Oh, Oh, no. Did you pick that one as well? I was going to put him in this week as well. You I'll, I'll think on the fly, though, That's Matthew. Don't you Can you, you think worry. of something else? Because um, Oh, yes. Uh, the back's against the wall here, but I'll come up with something. I'll think of some other local legend. I'll put Raul Moat in or something. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do we, do we honestly sell merch with Moti on it? Because I swear that Pachiti poster for his uh, live streams has got Moti on it. No. I swear to God. If Which that's, poster? That's got, oh, know, Pachiti the... Mania thing. Like yeah. The, 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 um, like the festival sort of poster. I'm sure it says oh. Moti. Well... That can't has be it, in reference to Raul Moat, the guy who shot a policeman in the face has and it got, shot a woman. Has it got? Um, has it got uh, names of like subscribers time. on it or like regulars on his Twitch? No, I just think it's like all the the stuff he was doing as part of the streams. I don't know if, oh. if Raul Moat was a, a thing. Uh. Guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed, he's got like some guy in his Twitch chat who's an Uber fan whose name is Moaty. <laughs> yeah, there is. There is. He comments. He, he, is he comments oh. on our streams before. Yeah. He just, oh, there was a guy called Modi. No, no, no. He'll always comment stuff saying like, "It's Gaza. I've got some chicken and stuff like oh, that." Oh, I see how it is. References to Modi, of course. <laughs> what a fun time that was to be living in the northeast. I, again, yeah. Sorry to take another de- detail here, but yeah, what an incredible, weird, scary time. I, I had my, like... my little Ford Fiesta searched in case I had Moti in the back. I, think, yeah, <laughs> I, feel... <laughs> I feel like once every sort of 20 episodes we just reminisce about Raul Moti. It really it was, was a, a crazy <laughs> was... time, though. I mean... it was The spotlight was on the region fully. Couldn't believe it. Hey, I was scared to go outside in case he was walking down the street. That story of the news reporter walking down the street at night in Rothbury, like five Saw miles him. from where I was living, just mm-hmm. walked past him. Oh, could you imagine that? Yeah. Oh. I know. Sorry, Seamus for the Hall of Fame. Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we'll do is we'll roll out for five minutes and say, yeah, Seamus had a good week next. <laughs> yeah, Seamus is, when did he come back? Late last year. And all he's been doing is, considering, he used to be in a tag team with Cesaro and all the reports were because he's knackered. He's spent. He needs a tag team partner. They had Big Show coming as a three-person thing. Poor Seamus. Oh, and he's a walking stick and all this. Near sign of that Seamus mm. since last year. All he's been having is bangers on Raw, bangers on uh, the network specials. Sometimes I forget not to call them pay-per-views. And yeah, I, he shouldn't be having this. He should be at home, some Bovril, some Worthless Originals and uh, Emmerdale <laughs> Omnibus. But here he is every week pumping them out. And I mentioned offhandedly last week about putting Seamus in. And a guy, a guy called Jared uh, Kanatsu said, "Oh, I just want to. I, I agree that you should put Seamus in because one time, uh, I saw him on my on the street at work or whatever, and he was getting into his car, and I was like, oh, hey, I waved. And apparently, he got out and was like, hey, how you doing, pal? Took a photo with him, even though he was clearly late and clearly needed to be elsewhere. I just want to point out that Seamus was a nice guy that one time, mm. and I think there needs to be more stories about the rest of us being nice because." A lot of stories have been other things right now. So, well done, Seamus. What have you got, Jack? Um, I'm going to go for a wrestling one as well, actually. Oh, no. By the time this podcast goes out, um, my video, my, my greatest of series will have gone up this week. Uh, so I can I can talk about it. It's about Shawn Michaels this week uh, as we head into WrestleMania season, of course. And 
I, when researching the video, remembered a match that I hadn't thought about for quite a while, and it's a fantastic match. It's it's not often remembered as one of Michaels' greatest matches because it's a Survivor Series match, but his performance in it is outstanding. It's Team Bischoff versus Team Austin wow. from Survivor Series 2003. So that match is my pick for this week's Hall of Fame. Basically, if you haven't seen it, 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 it it's like the winning team, the, the leader of that team or the boss of that team, Bischoff or Austin, gets to be the GM of Raw because they've been doing their co-GM thing in the build-up. And Austin picks Michaels on his team because it's Shawn Michaels. And it ends up being like Michaels against three of the heels. And it's not just any heels. It's like Jericho, Christian and Orton. And it's just, oh, it's so it's such a good story. So well told. So if you've not seen it, please do watch it. I've not got anything else to add to it, really. That's my pick. Um, team Austin versus Team Bischoff. It is a good match. I'll give it that. Oh, probably yeah. the highlight of that show. If you don't like blood, don't watch the match. That was the closer. All right, Ross, what have you got? I'll go for a wrestling one as well. And no. Since, yeah, no. Nah, triple header for wrestling this oh, week on the wrestling no. podcast. When was the last okay. time that happened? Someone Episode let us one. know down below because it must have been a while ago. Um, I'll go for Kane. He's in one Hall of Fame this week. <sighs> oh, Let's get him in ours this week because I don't think he's in there. And He, he has to be, sure. I don't think he is. I don't think I've ever nominated him for the Hall of Fame. Oh, if, if you've not nominated forgot, him, then yeah. I haven't. Yeah. yeah um, he's, I've, I've said many times, one of my favourites growing up just because I was so scared of him and said, he's just got to go in our Hall of Fame. As we spoke about earlier, a lovely, wholesome man. Susie, uh, Susie Kennedy, uh, once revealed to me that she fancied Kane when she was little. Um, the, the mystique. Masked Kane. <laughs> no, she said it was because of his... I think she said it was because of his massive arms. I was like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Did have but big yeah. arms, didn't he? Oh, my God, in the, in the late 90s. I'll Jesus. tell you what, when people speak about Kane's physique, they always go to 2001 when he just went... Whoop. Maybe it was then, yeah. Go to, go to 99 when he leaned out. I thought he looked incredible there. Real jacked. Yeah. Oh, he had a triangle physique, Matthew. You know one of them, the triangles. That's it. Pigeon-chested cane. <laughs> uh. There was a match he had with the Big Show, and there's a spot where the Big Show gorilla presses him to the floor. That's the yeah. cane I'm speaking about. How lean. Oh. oh. <laughs> the, the lean red machine. <laughs> All kinds of gains. Me and Tom are doing the, call it classic, Smackdown review every week. And we're at the point where Undertaker's come back, but we're realising now, oh, he's a bit crap. And Undertaker's supposed to wrestle Big Show, and Jack's left. That's fine. Oh, no, he's gone. The story. Oh, man! <laughs> right. Obviously, no, it is recorded. I'm aware that it's still recorded. Right, so this, <laughs> this is the issue now. So, obviously, is my video going to come back? Am I on yet, lads? No, no. No, it's that oh, picture of you with the effing Instagram filter on that I hate whenever I see. There you go. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's back. Um, yeah. Hi. So we're recording this on Discord again rather than Zoom, as we have been for the past. Like we've been using Zoom recently, but like due to due to other videos going on and stuff, we're using Discord again. And mine decides to cut out now and then. So look forward to that next time, everyone. Ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kane's great. That's good. <laughs> Nothing's going to be good as you just popping out for no reason, so I'll move on. But yeah, Kane's great, but he's just come back as you and there. I'm a monster! And yeah, he's got the black and red, not the red and black, and it looks so much better. And yeah, Kane. Mm. Kane, Kane, Kane. Definitely my pick for Hall of Fame. If I wasn't already nominating Seamus, current version. Be like Am the I... WWE games, that's to be like which version of Seamus you're playing. 
So, and my pick, I think, I'm worried is going to come last, despite being a one I'm quite proud of, actually, because it's actually about wrestling. You're quite not, proud of it. It's not. It's not about like Wednesdays or wind or the sand. You know, it's about actual wrestling. <laughs> I, I hope Matthews Jack, wins. Jack, proud of the one time you put evidence. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope Matthews wins because I was going to go for it. Because I, I was, I've been watching Celtic Warrior workouts more and more and more, yeah. and it's a. Uh, you can just tell that wrestling's taken a horrible toll on Sheamus' body. And then he's had those, there was the three matches on Raw. He had the match against Drew McIntyre at Fastlane. And then he wrestled again against Bobby the Night after another a competitive match there. He's defying all of the Erds. Yeah. Yeah. But also Kane is nice. Kane is nice, I. Ah. What a great Hall of Fame selection. So, to vote for any of these, go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and place your bets. Sheamus, current version, Survivor Series 03 elimination match, or Kane. Just all of Kane. Warts and all. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! Ah. This week in wrestling. Smackdown, which I only skipped this week. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair argue in Gorilla to start the show. Sasha then faces Nia Jax in a title match. Belair and Shayna Baszler get involved, and Shayna accidentally hits Nia, causing her to lose. Nia berates Shayna backstage and demands to know what she's going to do about the situation. Shayna says she's going to get a match with Bianca and give her the worst beating of her life. Oh, sorry, worstest. Because Bianca says, like, I am the fastest and the bestest and all that. That's right, that makes sense, because mm. she's the EST. Yeah. As, as uh, Cole keeps on saying, which I get. So, yeah. yeah. Seth Rollins cuts off a promo on Cesaro. Oh, that's why I skipped this episode. Uh, causing Nakamura to come out and interrupt. He tells Seth to shut up. Good lad, Nakamura. Seth attacks, but Nakamura gets you behind, laying him out in the ring. Yep. That is a yep. thing that happened, yeah. Yes, yeah, there we go. Yeah. We need to offer more. Let's, let's go back. We need to offer more analysis here. We're getting paid to talk about wrestling. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that Bianca Belair promo to Sasha Banks where she was moaning and saying, that's a bad decision you've made there, putting your title up against Nia Jax. I was thinking, Bianca Belair, you silly, silly woman. I'd be like, yes, wrestle Nia Jax and get yourself hurt ahead of WrestleMania. I don't care about the women's tag team titles. Who gives a toss about the women's tag team titles? I thought it was a silly, convoluted mess, which is symptomatic of the earlier feud for the SmackDown Women's Championship. There's some wrestling analysis, lads. Here we go. And Ross, while I respect your analysis, I'd like to offer a bit of a counter view here. I oh, think we're that actually, I know. I think that um, a <laughs> very sophisticated podcast is just turned into. Uh, I think that... Maybe Bianca was, I took it anyway, as Bianca being like, I want to face Sasha Banks. I want to face, you know, like the top dog so I can prove that I'm the best by beating her. And I think that if Sasha had lost to Nia, she'd have had to face Nia and she'd have been like, oh, it's not the same. Well, to your point, Jack, I do yeah. see where you're coming from. Yeah, I do agree. It's a, a very open-ended promo, I guess, in terms of interpretation, because it could be interpreted in either way. Myself or Jack, I presented to you this morning. On the I, don't think they wrote it. I don't think they wrote it with that in mind, no. to be honest. I don't think they were like, we can offer... A, this is going to be This is going to be really sophisticated. I don't think yeah. they did that. Yeah, you're right. It's like the end of Shutter Island. <laughs> uh, the Mysterios beat the Street Puppets in a tag match. Alpha Academy come out and talk trash, leading to another win for the Mysterios, which gave... What? Into another, oh, another tag match for the series, which gave a notice win. That makes more sense, Yeah, they, they had two matches in a row. It was weird. Yeah. I can't remember a single thing from this match. Me neither. Either of them. Either of them. Because there was... Them. I remember the Dirty Dogs being on commentary and Michael Cole getting the, wrong, uh, the name wrong. You're the what top dogs, called? guys. Because <laughs> oh, oh, no. you're the top, the top dogs. You're not sleazy, oh. middle-aged housewife 
Shaggers. The top dogs. <laughs> yeah, the top dogs. <laughs> Analysis. Analysis. <laughs> to um, your point, like... Ross, though, the kind of point they are. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like the Mysterios beating the Street Profits. I want the Street Profits to batter them. Batter that father and son combination. It looks like we're going to get a couple of, um, for, especially for the women's tag titles and for the SmackDown tag titles, just several team smoshes. Mm. I don't mind that, though, at WrestleMania. I like the filler. Chuck them all in. Yeah. Well, for Raw, they had to make a tag team for their Raw tag team title match at WrestleMania. So They're not even registered. The most feared WrestleMania tag team since D'Lo Brown and Test. Anyway, <laughs> skip it ahead though. Daniel Bryan is here to hype up his match with Roman at Fastlane. He says he knows he can make Roman tap, which brings Reigns out. He says he'd rather lose an arm or die in the ring than tap out to someone like Bryan. Bryan says he's going to strip Roman of his delusions. Ooh. He'd rather die than tap out to a submission expert like you. <laughs> exactly. So he's going to strip him though, so that'll probably be taken off a of peacock. Uh, <laughs> Sammy Zayn. Wait, wait, wait. I, sorry, oh, I thought sorry. Brian was absolutely fantastic here. I mean, it's not. It's not an insightful point of view to say. I thought Daniel Bryan did well. Do you see the wrestling the other night? That Daniel Bryan's all right, isn't he? But I love the way he was like, I can't, I can't make you tap out. I just know I can. I'm, I'm really good at submissions and that. Right. Yeah. When, when he's like old school, Michael Cole going, but Roman Reigns is good. Roman Reigns doesn't understand. Brian's good at submissions. Like, uh, it I reminded me of his. It reminded me of his attitude when he was a heel going into that Survivor Series singles match with Brock Lesnar, when he was just like, "Yeah, he's bigger than me, and he'll choke me around, but I'm Daniel Bryan." And he was really arrogant, but it, it was sort of you, you at the same time you were like, "Go on." How good was that? Backstage, oh. mm. Sami Zayn tries to convince Kevin Owens to be in his documentary. Owens doubts his conspiracy-obsessed ways, so Sammy invites Owens to watch his match against Corbin. Sammy loses the match after the ref catches him trying to remove the turnbuckle pad. Afterwards, Owens tells him he needs to let it go. Sammy hits him with a halluva kick and storms off. Hits him is not the is word. This? Sorry, go on. Hits him is not the word. Oh, my voice went there. He hoofed him right in the back of the heat. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, but this entire thing, Matthew and Jack, it would appear to be setting up a potential WWE appearance for one Logan Paul. And I know we're not the target market here for Logan Paul, but I, I don't want Logan Paul on me wrestling. Um, I can see I, why WWE would want to, because he obviously he's one of the bigger YouTubers in the world ever. But he's also, I think he's unbearable, man. I think he's horrible. <laughs> I think from what I've read recently about Logan Paul, the general consensus seems to be that in the past couple of years, since his horrible mistake, and awful decision with the Japanese forest. Apparently he's matured a lot and calmed down a lot, and he apparently he's actually seems like a sound bloke now. Uh, but uh, with that said, I agree. He's not, we're not the target audience, but I, I don't have it. It wouldn't convince me to watch any more if, if Logan Paul was on it. I wouldn't be like, I've got to catch this, Logan Paul's on. But I, th- I thought it was more of like a, you know when they mentioned Cardi B, and then she was like, why is everyone on Twitter tagging me in WWE stuff? I thought it was like that, more of like a reach out to see if they can get attention rather than they've already sorted out something with him, perhaps. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he's, oh, he's, right, actually, right, right. he's actually going back and forth with Sami Zayn on Twitter. Oh, he's, he's not. Yeah he's, ah. been, yeah, he's playing along, which is it just, you know, it is obviously what they're doing with Cardi B, but instead of Cardi B just going, oh, what's this all about then? 
Logan Paul's playing along with Sami Zayn. It's like, Sami Zayn's going, oh, Logan, I've sent you my documentary and your DMs have a look. And he's like, yeah, you've got something going there, Sammy. Uh, well, his brother, Jake Paul, is still doing the boxing, right? And and I think both him and Logan have been calling out actual like boxers and actual MMA fighters. And then people are having debates over who would win. Yeah, well, well like, it's because uh, ben, ben Askren is uh, having the fight with Jake Paul. And he re- uh, is it in April? Is that the is one? It a, a boxing is it Oh, a boxing one. That's all pe- pro- oh, right. And people have been saying that because the the video of Ben Askren doing his boxing has been going about. And I don't know if it's yeah. Ben Askren just playing games and going like, "Oh, I'm actually quite bad." But then when we get in the ring on fight night, I'll just batter the batter the poo out of you. But his boxing looks terrible. He's a, <laughs> yeah. He's he's like he's more of a wrestler, so that makes sense. Then I suppose that that does make sense. But I mean, he's still a professional fighter. You've yeah. got to imagine that his boxing's. Or better than like an amateur? I've I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Maybe it is a closer fight than I thought. Then. Hmm. Oh, YouTube debate! Wow, it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, wake me up when KSI shows up. I'll be calling out Pachini in the ring next week. He's got the reach. Yeah, that I, could I've have. got the I've got the guts. What's sorry? I was gonna say that could have happened. If it hadn't been for the fact that he's turned away all wrestlers with his bloody uh, Twitch raids. Pachini nearly had a fight. Did he? he yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, he did. Fame. Yes, he Fame did. MMA and then he went on the podcast mates. and trashed it. Fame MMA. Well, yeah, everyone's been trashing it since because people didn't get paid in that. It was a really badly run event. Wish I'd gone. It was in Newcastle. Yeah. But, well, um, oh, yeah, it happened, didn't it? Uh, it happened, yeah. It um, happened. MC Harvey beat Dapper Laughs and everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly, oh, the main Dapper event... Laughs is going to get his head kicked in. Hold on, guys. Dapper Laughs oh, lost to that. MC Harvey. And I thought that Dapper Laughs would win just because he's a younger man. But apparently MC Harvey just absolutely had him on toes. Oh. Um, the main event was meant to be uh, Scotty T from Geordie Shaw against someone. But then Scotty T pulled out. I was just like, it's in Newcastle for no reason now. Now that big Scotty T's not involved. Never mind. Americans now are just Googling Scotty T. Don't do it. Oh, Please don't oh, Google oh, Scotty Wait, you hear that noise? Oh, millions of Americans typing up Scotty T. Last but time yeah. I was in... You know when you go... Have you ever been to Spot White after a night out in Chinatown? No. The pool hall? Okay. No. Um, you go there and it's like the weirdest mix of like creatures of the night because there's like... There's like people who work in bars who've gone there after their shift because it's open until like the morning. So you've got like... Um, bar workers who have just come off shift and just want to get hammered. You've got like strippers from the strip club who are just <laughs> knackered and just hate the world by this point of the night. And then you've got like Scotty T just goes there quite a lot. So I was there once and Scotty T was there. Everyone's obviously going over being like, Scotty T, Scotty T. And the, the, the lad I was there with was like, go and, go and show him, go and try and get him involved. Go and try and network with him. I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, Scotty T will tell me to absolutely get it. Like he'll just be like, "What are you talking about?" I don't know. Like he would see the rolled up sleeves there. He might respect you. <laughs> I went, oh my god! I loved your feud with the Undertaker. Oh no, sorry, confusing you with Kane. I beg your pardon. Sorry for the distance, but yeah, I like that idea of you networking him. So, like, oh, how do you get this? Is because of the co- no, no, I was drinking with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, the thing here is, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, is the fact that apparently WWE are trying to tell us that there's a wrestler on the roster who doesn't believe in a conspiracy. Don't be daft. <laughs> Big E and Apollo have a split-screen interview ahead of their fascinating match. Apollo insults Big E, who gets in a golf cart and drives through the venue looking for him. 
He finds him and beats him down until officials separate them. Um, that was nice. Yeah. I'll wait there. I'll come get you. Oh, yeah, will you? <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> oh, oh, next week starts with Apollo Crews like, still going around on the golf cart because he got away, didn't he? <laughs> he yeeted away, as the kids would say. Mm. Yeet. I tell you what, I wouldn't want to do golfing right now, but I would like to go on a golf cart. Mm. Just drive around a golf course. I've never, I've never been, been on a golf on, cart. Yeah, never yeah. been on one either. That's the next video. First one when we're back. Yeah. No reason for it. Golf cart, yeah. karaoke. Nah. Yeah, but just see how long they can, we can play on the golf course so they realise I'm not playing golf. We're just driving around going, yay! <laughs> Try to make, make a golf cart drift on the ninth hole. Then we we'll do pure jackass one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then nearly die also. Anyway, Banker faces Shayna, but both their partners walk away from the ringside area as the match goes on. Natalia and Tamina interrupt the match and beat Belair and Baszler. And there must be a... That can't be right, can there? Like, wait, wait, there was no Reginald? He was on a spa day, yeah. He was on a spa day. Cucumbers on his eyes, had a lovely time. Smackdown was worse off without him there, though, to be fair. Oh, clearly. I hope hope he shows up more. No, I don't think there's there's a correlation there, Ross. Smackdown was worse off and he wasn't there. I think no, no, it's right because way. he wasn't there. No, I, I gave in Reginald Hall. That was <laughs> yes. uh, you, okay. you can't fill it with anything else but Reginald. It's uh, mm. he's incredible. I feel so bad saying that about Reginald because he's actually a fantastic performer. It's just they're using him in a horrible yeah. way, aren't they? <laughs> it's not. It's not his fault. No, nah. it's not his fault. He's attached to you know the women's tag team title division, aka the worst in the world. Edge beats Jay Uso to become the special enforcer for the Universal Title match at Fastlane. Roman spears Edge and invites Brian into the ring, but it's a trap. Jay attacks Brian and Roman hits him with a spear to close the show. Bring us nicely mm. into Fastlane. Pre-show, Riddle beats Ali to retain the US title. Ali blames the rest, 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 rest of Retribution, who disagree. T-Bar and Mace attack him and looks like he's out of the group. Oh dear, well. how sad. Never mind. And it but seemed I'm... to me, you lived your life <laughs> like a gimmick from the bin. <laughs> oh, I would got emotional, me. Can't believe it's over. I worry for Ali. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope he does something good. No, because even though it was a terrible gimmick, it was at least something for him. He's, uh, he's been putting on Twitter these pictures. I don't know what the, the captions he's been using on Twitter are, but he's been uploading these pictures where he's wearing a suit. Um, and speaking about a new America or something like that, a new something. What? I don't know if I've got that wrong, but uh, maybe oh. it's going to... He might be the face of America like Kevin Owens was for like two weeks in 2017. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I might have good. got that completely wrong. Let me double check. I definitely remember the suit <laughs> and a new something. Maybe it wasn't America. I'm worried that, though because Ali's a bit of a... He's a bit of an entrepreneurial boy, isn't he? He's a bit of a Zack Ryder. So he might just be putting that out there himself. I don't yeah. know if this if this this signifies a new gimmick or anything in the product. Yeah. Uh, well, the last t- tweet you did with the, the suit pictures, it just put condolences next week. Okay, uh, we'll find out. I don't know what that means. That, that's what I'm thinking of. He, he, just him standing looking at the American flag with a new purpose, a new America. Okay. Uh-oh. And that was posted in the immediate aftermath of Fastalena. Oh, I'm really scared. Well... We already knew he turned face because he's left Retribution. <laughs> like, didn't he do the America stuff? So I'm I'm scared this is going to be rubbish, but hopefully for for Ali's sake because he's really good. Hopefully it's good. I think this is the end of Retribution without Ali. They're like they're like the doors about John Morrison. 
Jim, Jim Morrison, Morrison, you're funny. <laughs> no, that's an easy one to make. Uh, in all sorry. fairness, no, it's it's an that's an understandable. Remember that Doors classic. Oh, now listen, this is <laughs> make believe. Hey, hey, Morrison. hey, ho, 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 the Universal Champers got to go. I preferred that one, the second one. Hey, 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 ho, ho. Or to make the new one. Yeah. Hop, hop. What was it? Hop, hop, ho, ho. I thought we just saw a snippet. I thought the, ne- the next week, next week we're going to get the full. Ah, the they, full played, they played the chorus, didn't they? I can't remember what it is, which probably signifies it's probably not the, the greatest hit so far. No. Yeah, I saw it and then skipped ahead. So. <laughs> uh, whatever it was, I'm sure it was better. Banks and Belair almost win the tag titles. Was my formatting done here? It says, Banks and Belair almost win the tag titles, and it goes, Taskmaster, it's a knockout. All right, well, paste it. Copy pasting Jack's notes has completely ruined my work. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, they had a match, and it was all right. It wasn't very good. I surmise that that's wrestler A pushing wrestler, well, A wrestler into their tag team partner, wrestler B, and wrestler B thinking that wrestler A did it on purpose, even though they clearly didn't. And they know that deep down. That needs put in the bin. And that was demonstrated fantastically in this matchup here. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that bollocks me. I hate it. I hate it with such a passion. Um, I have the rest of the Fastlane notes, Matthew, if you need... Sorry, I know. I've got them here. I don't know I don't know why my Word documents had to turn on me. So the next like one... Like Retribution with... with Mustafa Ali. But yeah, I agree with you, Ross. That can be done well. But when it's done this crappily and naffly, it's like, oh, your sudden and inevitable betrayal... It's, they're trying really hard to find a reason for Sasha and Bianca to hate each other, and it shouldn't have been this hard. Like, mm. and I, don't, I don't personally think that Sasha... I don't know if Sasha has turned heel definitively, but it was certainly heelish strokes the way she slapped the piss out of Bianca Belair's face. Um, they didn't need to do that, but I reckon they would just you know, tell the story of two fantastic wrestlers trying to out-better one another, surely. It would have been right. just simple. Yeah. <laughs> you know, read my article. Yeah, but then what would Reginald on. do, Ross? Look at the big Reginald picture. Reginald could do anything. The world is Reginald's oyster. And we have read to suck article. it. Go on, Jack. Read, read, read my article on cultaholic.com, everyone. It covers okay. this theme. It's all about women. No, like... Uh, <laughs> the women's wrestling divisions in WWE. Awesome. Thanks, Jack. Uh, Biggie retains the IC title against Apollo Crews after a weird finish. Crews beats down oh. Biggie afterwards. This was the one of the only things people were talking about online, my little bubble, uh, which isn't a good sign. Yeah, they had a bit of a match, and they do... Let's see if I can do it from memory. Goes for a small package. Referee counts one, two. They don't move. One, two. And then they go for another counter. Biggie bridges. It's like one, two, bridge, three. Okay, cool. And everyone gets up, and it's so awkward. The commentators do not know who's won. Until mm. Apollo looks miserable and starts attacking Big E, and Michael goes, "Aha! By his actions, we can deduce he didn't win." Yeah, <laughs> complete crap. Why do the announcers not know what the what match result's going to be, or what's supposed to be happening oh, right in front of so them? So they so they can give an organic reaction. <laughs> yeah, organic Ross, like manure. School of broadcasting. That he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't want to know the results in WCPW. <laughs> you want to know all, who the wrestlers were? All the names of the wrestlers. The, <laughs> no, I'm joking. The commentator next to him was. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this was uh, crap, which is a shame because it was one of the matches I was looking forward to. Yeah, that's life, I guess. Any other thoughts, Jerk? Um, I was surprised that Apollo didn't win, to be honest. I thought they were going to do the title change here after the gimmick change and everything for him. 
WrestleMania, that's going to happen now. That's just, mm. This was setting up a WrestleMania match, I think, and that's where Apollo will do it. Because it's weird how he's gone through this massive change, and I'm liking it, me. And then he's lost, I think it was the sixth um, IC title shot in a row that he's lost. So now it's changed, really. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't deserve any more shots at the IC title. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out next week and just and speak about it. goes, oh, you were right, Piggy. Yeah, I didn't deserve a shot. Yeah. Sorry about that. Backstage, an old spark, an old size... An Old Spice representative, played by Eric Boogs from NXT. That wasn't his name on NXT. It was Eric uh, Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. Bugenheim. Bugenheim to his friends. Bugenhagen? Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen, sorry. But now he's Eric Boogs. Under the sea. Bugenhagen. That's how I remembered it. But now... Origin phosphorus he can be. But now he's... Now he's Accidentally pins... Who thought that was a good idea? Vince, probably. Uh, yeah, the owner of the company. Uh, accidentally yeah. pins our truth to win the 24-7 title. Truth wins it back and runs away. Uh, this was crap. And all I saw online was people going, this was really funny. I'm like, oh, I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with reality. Like, no, it wasn't this good, was no. rotten. Yeah, I do like I do like Bugenhagen, though. I like I like the way, I like the, the cut of his jib, or whatever that mm. saying is I've forgotten here on Friday morning. I think he's a funny guy. And hopefully that Night Panther thing at the end of the segment was a, a, a hint to a new gimmick for him. <laughs> I'm Eric Bugenhagen, the Night Panther. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that they got like, Panther? oh, Peacock doesn't want any of these outdated stereotypes, this offensive racial comment, and they've got a Kurt Zauber going, oh! Like that, uh, mate. Right? Just saying. Yeah. Shane McMahon can't face Strowman after apparently injuring himself in training. Elias asks Shane if he can perform at WrestleMania, so Shane brings him out for a preview in the ring. He then reveals that Elias is a replacement against Braun tonight, who squashes him in a few minutes. I can't believe they bait and switched to Braun and Shane. I can't believe Braun oh, was alright with it. I don't care. They could do what they bloody like. I can't believe Braun was alright with it. Because Shane's just weaseled his way out of the match with Braun. And then Braun comes out, and he looks a bit annoyed, but he always looks a bit annoyed. And he just stands across from Elias waiting for the bell. He doesn't chase Shane. I didn't like it, guys. What a, what a weird week it was for that match. It was announced on Raw. Yeah. Then it was called off for a few days. Then SmackDown, it was back on. Saturday morning, me and Sam did a news video. It was still on. Then I went and checked WWE.com's preview, the official preview for Fastlane, and it was off. And then the kickoff show for the pay-per-view itself, it was back on. Um, I hate it when they do that, when they know they can't put on a match, but they advertise it anyway, and then just do some bollocks in the middle of a show to just call it off. I just don't yeah. like that at all. Don't like that bollocks at all um, and yeah the, the, that belonged on Raw what happened on Fastlane I thought um, I genuinely think that what's happened is Vince has accidentally booked it for Fastlane but he meant to say Wrestlemania and then when they've gone Vince we've got that match sorted for Fastlane he's gone oh no I meant Wrestlemania well he wouldn't have said that he'd have gone <laughs> why damn it it's for Wrestlemania <laughs> oh that was good that yeah. I thought well, that was pure pure your small throat. Oh, <laughs> I was seeing him lifting the weights like two thousand and one K in this week. Yeah, I don't care though, Ross. Never do I, I really. Want, I just like, wanted I just to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was impressive that he had that thing on that looked like it was attached to his to his to his sack to his grip. <laughs> he was like, whoop, whoop. the genetic jackhammer. Oh, yeah, mm. massive grapefruits. Yeah, and talking about that and Vince's old balls which are probably down by his feet by now. It was more interesting talking about that segment. Yeah. Seth Rollins beats Nakamura to set up an eventual clash with Cesaro. This was just cool. 
Rollins mm-hmm. does the thing to serve Cesaro, beats his former friend. Unbelievable tacos. <laughs> that, that that kick that uh, Rollins did where he like caught his other foot and then swung his other foot round. Woof. Lovely. No doubt someone in the comments will tell me, well, such and such did that for 25 years. I've never seen it before and I thought it was fantastic. I, I was going to say, Ross, it's funny <laughs> you bring that up. Uh, someone in the comments, uh, loyal Patreon subscriber Loki was mad at this uh, Rollins specifically saying, how dare you like steal my stuff? Oh, um, no. Loki does every kick under the sun. How can I was he do say, yeah, like, gets taken? No. Fellow tape trading expert Jack is uh, also on the ball here. Yeah. Oh, this shut up, Loki, Matthew. Hi- Hayabusa Phoenix Splash. No, I'm Matthew, saying you're, we're agreeing. Fellow tape trading expert. Yeah, we, you, know, you know what I mean. Well, I've never seen a VHS tape in my life. Not have you not? Traded. No, I have, of course. Not I even like a copy of Beauty and the Beast or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. Sing-along edition? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love this. Again, it's a chemistry. I say I try and get something there, and Jack's like, "How dare you?" I'm like, "No, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be nice." You call, you went fellow tape trading expert, Jack the Jobber. Yeah. Why don't you tweet about Japanese wrestling again, Jack? So oh, okay, yeah, that's me taking the piss, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one was supposed to be honest. But yeah, low key, of course, is uh, borrowed some moves like Hayabusa's Phoenix Splash and Kawada's kicks every match. For him to say to anybody, "How dare you take my stuff." Is hilarious. And one of the reasons why we can't help but stare at Loki and go, ha ha, funny man. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on this match, Jack? I just thought it was a good match. Just agree with, I agree with Ross. I like the kick as well. What do you think of Seth Rollins' return? Because I don't think much of it. I, I think, think it's I all think right. It's great, me. I think he's hilarious now. He's playing he up to that. Yeah. Now he went through a period of time when he was a baby face and he kept doing interviews and he kept putting his foot in it. He's playing up to that and making it funny and looking fantastic while doing so. The suit oh, game suits is fantastic. suits are nice. I found, the, um, I found his, uh, his stylist on Instagram, and I, I feel like I want to approach him with a, a video idea where he dresses me up. <laughs> so I would like to see what he would offer in his expert opinion, what I would look good in. If, if Seth Rollins was good in that, I look like Mr. Blobby and stuff like that. would be fantastic. Blobby, blobby, blobby. Another adequate <laughs> reference there. That's his thing, isn't it? Oh, that's what, not... Ma- no, 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 90s. no. Hang on. Pachini's not taking that. It's just, how dare you? Well, no, it's just the 90s is Pachini's thing, isn't it? Anyway. Uh, yeah. No, his, his suits are amazing. You're right. And I would like to see you, Ross, go meet his dude, uh, Chris Stylist, and go, ns, 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 and get dressed up. And even if you did have the Mr. Bloyd modulator, he'd still be cutting better promos than Rollins. <laughs> so, that's not this true. first... Half or so, yeah, say a half of the fast lane show is um, fast. Yeah, slow lane, more like, and then it went but up. Oh a bit no, here. I thought I thought it was really fast. I thought everything in the first half of the show felt really rushed. Yeah, it was. No, I just meant not worth watching. Not Sorry, good. That, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I was referring yeah. to. Yes, not not good. But now it's the proper fast lane. That Drew McIntyre beat Sheamus in a very hard hitting no DQ match. Mm. Hall of Fame Sheamus. Mm, Hall of shit. Famous. Hall of yeah, oh, yeah, we were for three horrible puns there at the same time. Fantastic. What did you think, Jack? Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, they, they're they friends, and it's always exciting when friends wrestle in wrestling because you know that they'll hate each other really hard because they're friends, so they can get away with it. Uh, mm. And they did. They hate each other really hard. Was it Seamus' back or Drew's back that was just messed up? Both of them. Both of their backs were messed up. <laughs> So yeah, I enjoyed it. It was different enough from everything else on the card as well that it didn't drag. Yeah, I liked it. Imagine the pint they would have had after the show. 
Yeah, but uh, the the best pint I've ever had in my life was we went on a on a on a, on a football tour to Benidorm when I was sixteen, and it just turned into a piss up with the football coaches for a week. <laughs> but we played one game of football and we're out there at the local Benidorm FC like AstroTurf thing, and the pint we had after that, after some physical exercise in hot heat. Like the Thunderdome presumably would be at this time of year. I've got no idea what the, the weather's like in Florida. The pint you must have after that, especially beating the poor of each other's, must, oh. I'm what, still thinking um, about that pint now. What position were you in football? Centre-half. Oh, get out. Yeah, kick, the ball, kick the ball a long way. Mm. Good times. <laughs> He's hey, gone. Oh, Jack, you're supposed to kick... Ross, you're supposed to kick Jack out. No, stop it. Not, I'm not playing midfield anymore. Roy Keendom on Haaland back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have that end of the man's career. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Hello. That was very serious. But his son's doing Shocking. all right now, though. I love that, me, because all the Man United fans want to sign him, but his son's like, no, nah, Roy Keane's a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, sorry, Paul. Go on. I'm just about to yeah, sneeze. We'll, we'll pause for the sneeze if you it's want. It's gone. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. It's gone. Oh. Alexa Bliss uses fireball and magic in a match of Randy Orton. He was eventually attacked by the returning fiend. He comes up through the ring all charred and scary. Bliss shoves Orton into Sister Abigail, which allows her to make the pinfall for the win. This was not a no-DQ match, as far as I can tell, it says here. A singles match? Y- yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, Jack. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I didn't talk about that. Yeah, our fireballs <clears throat> allowed in wrestling. But, yeah, spooky bollocks. You know what? A lot of Raw is boring and bland, and I don't really care for it. So I'm actually at the point now where I'm like, oh, good. What, what are we going to get this week, lads? Come on. What are we going to get? Oh, here he is. He's back. He's charred. He looks like a, a Ginster's pasty that's been put in too long. Fantastic. I'm all for it. What about yourself, well, least... Ross? Oh, sorry. I just thought The Fiend looks fantastic. I was saying before Fastlane that um, they should hold that off for WrestleMania, but I, I don't mind. You know, he's back and he's... He had to change his look after being, you know, burned alive. Um, and I think the, the new get-up is, is fantastic. Little details on his forearms where the, the charred flesh is, is a fantastic little touch. Um, it's only I'm just, Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm done with the whole Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton theme. I just think it's naff. I just think the, the, the two people involved are doing the best they can with the, just the crap that's put in front of them. I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. And now with the Fiend's back, it's going to be the same stuff each week where Randy... Is doing something in the ring and then the lights go down and then, then he comes with that wee, 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 wee. and then that's how the show go off the air every single week up until Wrestlemania oh I can't mm. wait sorry to be yeah. a Debbie Downer lads but you know they do the same every single week with The Fiend every yeah. single week yeah and, and I don't think that when JBL or Booker T were feuding with the Boogeyman that really worked because it was silly but they really sold it like it was serious. Like Booker selling being afraid of the boogeyman was fantastic. Randy Orton's so hard and sexy that he can't. He does, he's not the best person to sell fear. Like, do you remember the the um, House of Horrors match? I did a thing with um, Matthew and Tom on that and the retro review. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was on the Twelve Duds of Christmas or something like. What was it? It was that thing. And. Yeah, and I brought up the point then that Orton's like an action hero who can't, he doesn't sell fear. So he's not the best person, but he's always the one in these feuds. And I don't know why. Vince just likes to see it. You're right. Yeah, you nailed it. If, if the guy who's in the thing doesn't, isn't scared of the other dude, then why are we supposed to be scared of him? 
And Ryan Yorton does need to do a Scooby-Doo, like, yikes! And then, go, and then run away. But yeah. We're not going to get that from cool, hard Randy Orton. He's going to put... If Randy Orton bumped into Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees, he just put a chin lock on him. There's no real suspense. So, yeah. So this is crap and it's awful, but it's funny because Randy Orton is also got that side view going on with Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy was tweeting about, ha ha, wrestling's fake and dumb. And Randy was, how dare you say that? You should see my back, blah, blah, blah. And then he tuned in and he's viewed <laughs> The dude he set on fire has just returned so his last could pin him or whatever. Soldier Boy laughing. I was saying this the other day. It was like the band thigh slapping during kicks because <laughs> it's too unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about it, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good one, Ross. <laughs> Super kick. The referee is accidentally taken out in the main event between Reigns and Brian, causing Edge to step in. Brian accidentally hits him with a chair before putting Reigns in the yes lock and causing a visual submission. It's not an actual one. Right? Edge isn't interested and attacks both of them with the chair before leaving. Roman weakly covers Brian. And the replacement referee runs out to count the four. Ignoring the fact that, yes, this is the exact thing that Ross was talking about, where I'm going to hit somebody. Oh, he moved. Oh, I hit them. Like, two on one show. I had a way of it. This was a beautiful match that almost saved this crappy show. If you just watched the last, last two of the last matches. three matches, depending it's on how you go, this was great. Matches. Yeah. Um, what a match this was. Brian and Roman going at it for about 20 minutes. I like the finish because Edge coming in and winning the Rumble, I'm like, oh, no, I want like a side attraction. I want to the main course, pal. Like, all right. But suddenly Edge going, nah, balls to you. Balls to you, Brian. I want this match. You think you've got a bad neck? Oh, I've got a bad neck. No, I have a bad neck off. And now we've got a three-way at Mania, hopefully. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Loved all uh, of this. What about yourself, Jack? I agree. Uh, yeah, you've summed it all up well there, Ross. Yeah, I like the I like the internal conflict that Edge has been going through because uh, he doesn't want Daniel Bryan to steal the spotlight. But Edge's actions on Sunday means that Daniel Bryan will be stealing the spotlight at WrestleMania. <laughs> but shout out as well to Jey Uso. We forgot we didn't touch it in that match, the the Jey Uso versus Edge match on SmackDown. Jey Uso allowed Edge to do a top rope Frankensteiner. So that tells me that Jey Uso must be one of the best professional wrestlers in the world. To have that sort of trust put on his shoulders. Oh, I never thought, thought of him that took, way before. He took the Frankensteiner. Yeah. I reckon, and I've never obviously wrestled, but the person taking the Frankensteiner, I reckon, has quite a bit of control. Because you're doing a front flip, essentially. And you kind of hold them there, don't you, before you go? So, like, do you help their rotation maybe. in the air, mate? I, don't know I think they mentioned this on... Uh, I think they mentioned the move on Secrets of Wrestling Revealed. And they're like... Ooh. The guy yeah, taking the cat is actually the one in control. <laughs> you marks, you idiots! <laughs> you thought that was you thought that was real. <laughs> Here we see the masked magician hitting a Frankensteiner <laughs> on Sabrina, the teenage witch. Oh, As Monday Night Raw, he gets pizza for dinner. <laughs> Edge, Edge gets some poutine. He's Canadian. Raw. We start the show with Lashley versus Sheamus. With Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin interfering on the champion's behalf. Lashley wins and is confronted by Drew, who begs Lashley to hit him. MVP convinces him to walk away for now. Backstage, Lashley is furious at Cedric and Shelton for getting involved, saying he doesn't need their help to win matches. Because WWE really likes this trope of 
the bad guy stable, the guy at the top, has to be a dick to the other people in his own stable. But it's, really it's, it's, not, it's not even. It's. It's. I think it's quite good storytelling, me, because it's all MVP's fault. MVP didn't think? go down to the ringside area with Shelton and Cedric when they lost the Raw Tag Team titles. He didn't give those poor oh. Benz the attention they crave. So they were like, "Right, Daddy, you know, if you're not going to give us the attention, we're going to take the attention from you. So we're going to interfere in places you don't want us to interfere." So they were just out there trying to get MVP's attention, but also pissing off Lashley. So it's all MVPs. Well, he's created a massive mess. I quite like the storytelling. The one bit I don't like, though, Matthew, which I'm sure we'll touch on later, is Lashley going, like, for forever now, oh, I'm the final boss of Monday Night Raw. I'm big and hard and tough. And now he's put, like, a sort of bounty on Drew McIntyre's head. Don't like that. Why would he, why would he do that? Why would, why would he be asked about Drew McIntyre? Uh, because they buggered most of the build they had. <laughs> like, that elimination chamber and the week afterwards, and they're like, uh, scramble, scramble. Yeah. Asuka beats Peyton Royce in a surprisingly good match. Not being insulting or anything like that, but Peyton Royce has been built up for her wrestling ability for a while. But she had that Raw Talk promo. And this was, yeah, this was lovely stuff. Mm. And what could be even lovely than this? Why, I don't know. Rhea Ripley showing up on Raw. She reveals that Charlotte Flair is recovering from COVID. Dun, dun, dun. So she's challenging Asuka for WrestleMania instead, and Asuka accepts. Can we have a bit more gravitas? <laughs> what? Oh, it's the fact that this. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, they right, said COVID. I've got, I'm sorry, I've got you. It's the fact they, that they acknowledged until it. Recently, I thought, until recently. Until. Go on. I just thought you were just making light of the past year, but no. No, no, now, no. I'm not again. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that, thank you for clarifying No, it's my sorry. fault. It's my fault. No, it's my fault. Yes, it's where my, my, where my head's at. Yeah, I should be all right. But, like, yeah, they said COVID. Said someone's yeah. got COVID on Raw. They haven't done it's that. The second time. Drew yeah, McIntyre. Yeah, Drew McIntyre time. was the first year. Hmm. That Drew McIntyre got right. a promo from home, didn't they? I'll tell you what I did enjoy about this, okay, though. Second. Rhea Ripley was um, obviously a babyface in NXT. And then this was quite a... Well, it wasn't really babyface or heel the appearance. But obviously the news reports over the past week or two has been saying that Rhea Ripley has to be a heel on Monday Night Raw for some reason. I don't know who's been reporting this, but it has been in the news, I think, hasn't it, Jack? I think so. I think I've seen that. And it's clear that it's true because after this appearance on Raw, Rhea Ripley took to Twitter and out of nowhere tweeted, your peasant opinions mean nothing to me. I take what I deserve. <laughs> Where's you that come from? People. <laughs> you peasants. And she even put King like the... <laughs> Rhea. <laughs> I never cared about any of you. <laughs> the devil like emojis there as well. So it's like those reports are obviously true. Your peasant opinions mean nothing to me. <laughs> Unless, well, unless she's fairness, just coming with some land and people have had to swear fealty to her and she's she's literally saying. In fairness, though, you've got to, it makes more sense for storyline perspective to have one of them as a baddie and no one's booing Asuka right now. No. Though I did think it was funny. Asuka did go, you are not ready for Asuka. Yeah, I'll wrestle you. Like, it's a bit of an insult there, isn't it? She tells everyone yeah, I'll not ready for Asuka. Yeah. yeah. Ms. Morrison cut a promo on Bad Bunny. Uh, Ms. says that next week. We'll see their brand new music video. Hey, hey, hop, hop. Miz challenges Bad Bunny to a match at WrestleMania and says he'll end his career. Mm. Miz then wrestles Jeff Hardy and wins in his blindsided by Bad Bunny, who nails him with a guitar. Bad Bunny breathlessly accepts Miz's challenge. He was knackered. He was Poor. absolutely blown out his ass. <laughs> who, who, who do you feel worse for here, Bad Bunny or Jeff Hardy? Um, I went on the YouTube video to watch the highlight of this match and... 
I looked at the comments to see what people if if anyone had mentioned how out of breath Bad Bunny was, and and maybe everyone was going to be like, uh oh, like how are they going to do at WrestleMania? But instead, all the comments were like, Jeff Hardy is a legend. This is disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got that connection with the fans still. It was it was quite funny though how he was like Miz. I can't get distracted here. I want your friend John Morrison to go to the back so we can have a fair fight and I will topple you in a fair fight. Losers straight away. Losers clean to the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> it's just adrenaline for Bad Buddy, though. Well, your heart would be raced if you went to wrestling. You get to hit someone with a guitar. That's true. Right. Sure. Yeah, good, good for Bad Bunny. Like. Uh, did you see the Ryan, Sa- Ryan Satan tweet? Uh, where I was at his barber's and he said... Oh, my barber who's shaving my hair, obviously. What else is he going to the barber for? Um, said, oh, I heard Bad Bunny was in WWE. That's a reason for me not to watch it. Or oh, something ridiculous. Everyone's like, that didn't happen, did it? No one, no, no one believed him. That, that was a real conversation. So everyone's just like, oh, have you heard Kaiji Mehudo's the, the champ in Noah? What? Uh, his, barber, his barber said to him, oh, is Bad Bunny in the wrestling? That, that's a reason for me not to watch. No, no, it was. I thought it was a positive thing because it's Ryan Sutton and he tweets positive things about WWE, doesn't he? Oh, I thought it was one of these little uh, softballs they throw. Wait a minute. I'm finding it. Don't oh, worry. wait, it's just all people. All oh, those people on Twitter changed their name to Ryan Sutton's barber. <laughs> <coughs> oh, no, tell me Ryan Sutton's barber's based on people roasting him. Can't find it. But Ryan Sutton now has Is more followers it? than me. My, Ryan Sutton's got more followers than me. Disgusting. Well, are you in WWE yet? I was going to say, no. I, I would expect him to have more followers than all of us put together. <laughs> He's tweeting about how it's um, how it's mean that everyone's ridiculing him for it and saying that it's it's like... Oh, he's going to love this then. He's saying it's hypocritical and mental health and, and that. <laughs> it's not that serious, Ryan. Come on. Oh, okay. It must be. Yes, it you're right. I why, am I thinking, why would I think Ryan Sam would tweet anything in any WWE? Yeah, of course. I've, you said that. And, okay, I've got did, my... Oh, sorry. I was going to read it. I got my beard trimmed today, and when I told the barber I covered WWE for a living, he said to me, isn't Bad Bunny in WWE now? Seeing him on there has made me want to watch again. To be honest, Matthew, I can see that conversation. <laughs> I can see that. Can you not? Barbers, barbers make endless small talk, don't they? Just chat any uh, old bollocks. Honestly, and my barbers, right, he once told me that they'd had a WWE ring announcer in there when they'd been doing a house show in Newcastle. And that's true, and that's more unbelievable than bad than bad bunnies than Ryan Satin's story. I feel I feel bad in my barbers because I, I went to a new barbers last year. No, and um, and uh, she uh, she tells me that oh someone who works because I said well I do wrestling YouTube and that she's like oh someone who works for your company um they've got the office in Gateshead he he comes in here as well and I haven't got the heart to tell her the the drama. <laughs> well, you see, there's actually two wrestling YouTube channels in Newcastle. Split down the middle. <laughs> I don't want to tell her all the drama, so I'm like, oh yeah. Betwixt well. by the time. <laughs> great. She's like, that sounds like a lot for Newcastle. Why is that? <laughs> Do you need to? <laughs> anyway, yeah, just that look, uh, Ryan Sutton. Again, that's why I thought he, he's saying anti because sometimes there's, there's little softballs throw. Let's never do the train noise again and someone's at him going, oh, what's the matter? Your barber not like trains. I, I believe it. I don't see why people don't believe it. <laughs> Again, yeah, it just shows how negative I am when I see stuff like that and I laugh. But anyway, it's not sorry. Just, oh, there's loads of people calling him out for it. <laughs> I mean, maybe it did happen, you're right, but the way you tweet it, you're like, uh. mm. and, then, great- and, then the, and everyone in the barber stood up and cheered. <laughs> Started serving McFlurries to himself. 
<laughs> AJ Styles cuts a promo alongside Omos. But they're interrupted by the New Day. They try to convince Omos that AJ is holding him back and ask questions to reveal that Styles knows nothing about his partner, including his favourite wrestler. It's Andre the Giant. Should have been Kane. Kofi faces Styles and wins after Woods distracts AJ by playing the trombone and playing AJ Styles' theme. Mm. The New Day were mean here. They really were. Yeah. But it was good crap. They were calling AJ Styles a little man. Seven foot tall Xavier Woods calling someone a little uh, man. Oh. It's not very nice, is it? No. They were bullies here. And I I mean No, they weren't bullies. They were just a new day, weren't they? AJ AJ's been nasty to people recently, so it's fine. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's all right, though, because you know why they're being like that? Because they're fellow gamers. Okay. And they love Mr. and Mrs. Yes. Mr. and Mrs. They should do a WWE version of that, shouldn't they, really? AJ and Omar should have done the thing that EC3 and Daniel Bryan did on NXT and just give the same answer. Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman, (laughs) yeah, that's right. Riddle has been annoying people backstage as per usual. Yeah, we know. When Sheamus has finally had enough and hits him with his own scooter. If this doesn't get Sheamus in our Hall of Fame, I don't know what will. <laughs> finally. Uh, Drew wins a handicap match against Shelton and Cedric, meaning they're banned from ringside at WrestleMania. Lashley wants to find somebody who can actually get the job done and puts the bounty, or a Snickers, in the locker room for anybody who could take out Drew before Mania. Uh, pretty could have done without Drew beating... You know, Shelton and Cedric by themselves, but hey, whatever. Ah, but it's true. They're hurting because their father is neglecting them. I don't know why I keep doing this today. Father! Father! (laughs) (laughs) I hear you, father. (laughs) We need a promo from Cedric uh, Cedric Alexander from that sort of vein next week. Hmm. MVP! (laughs) Um, You're forsaken me! (laughs) Shane McMahon and Elias sing a duet called Braun is Stupid. Uh, Strowman, no, 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 he's not. Strowman comes out and says he's got a song for Elias called The Man Who Got These Hands. I forgot about those crap bits before the match. And why should you care about it? Because during the match, no one's typed up in here for some reason. During the match, Braun heads out the ring and goes, (laughs) turns into a train (laughs) and smashes them all. And it was great because I put it on the Facebook thing, like, and then Braun turned into a train. And people are like, 
what are you on about? And then I had to pull it and goes, oh, I thought that was an edit someone like you made. He goes, no, no, this actually aired. Yeah. Wow. I think it's fan- fantastic, mate. <laughs> it's an actual train. Well, this changes the music of the time. <laughs> Get Ringo Starr in to narrate his matches. Braun and Percy went to the sheds. The troublesome trucks were there. Braun was going to get a push, said the fat control. I can't do the accent now. Sorry, it was horrible, wasn't it? Said the fat controller. Yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, hello. <laughs> That'll be on the next to UK. <laughs> yeah. Braun went down the pub. Because <laughs> he laughed it. Anyway, yeah, Braun is a train. Orton comes out to take care of the fiend again. He's interrupted by Bliss, who summons the fiend with a jack in the box. Randy pours petrol over the fiend, who goes to attack him before he can strike a match. He hits an RKO and goes to leave, but Bliss stops him. The Fiend puts on the mandible claw and hits Sister Abigail before, before Bliss points at the WrestleMania sign. <laughs> and it bursts into flames. And how bad is this when it's like, all right, I can pull up with the spooky bollocks. I can pull up the Fiend, come back to life because he's, now he's on fire. Uh, Alexa Bliss channeling the spirit of the Fiend. Petrol getting thrown. RKO's being no-sold. But I draw the line. And even spooky woman Alexa Bliss having the point at the F inside. Oh, Soldier Boy point. did nothing wrong. <laughs> what was that? Someone in an interview last year, so it was someone high up saying that, that they don't ever tell the superstars to point at the sign. They all just do it organically. It's just, it's Untrue. Like a, organically. It's like a, a bucket, a Fireworks list. came out. <laughs> <laughs> a bucket list moment to stand there and go... Yeah. We don't tell them. The camera's here. (laughs) (laughs) I need to try and find who it was. There was that bit with Ronda Rousey, where Ronda's like, oh, that match was hard. Point of the sign, Ronda. Point of the sign. Ronda. Ronda. We'll have to do a tier list on the channel of uh, WrestleMania sign pointers, because Ronda's pointing was so cardboard, she deserves to go in the bin for it. Um, Oh, hey, I forgive Ronda. Oh, we're sorry, Ronda. Hashtag forgive Ronda for all the times we said her sign pointing looked stupid and fake. It turns out every single other wrestler who's done it since looks exactly the same. Triple Triple H H says WWE doesn't tell superstars to point at the WrestleMania sign. Oh, shut up, you dafty. (laughs) Woo, woo. Come on. I want to play the game. (laughs) Um... I think the worst offender for a while was John Cena in Royal Rumbles. He'd be like halfway through the match and he'd just have a face-off with like Yoshi Tatsu and he'd be like, <laughs> this is what we're fighting for, mate. Oh, Jack, have you heard? I don't know this because I don't follow Yoshi Tatsu's career. It was in WWE, but in Japan, he still uses his WWE theme because he doesn't care. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> he still well, has that crazy... Well, yeah, that's still his theme. Good for him. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Beating Sheamus in a fight. Uh, Shame's denies <laughs> strenuously, but yeah, though the best sign point sign pointing moment was Orton and Cena at Rumble 2011. I forget which one it was, but yeah, they stared off. They did the thing. Camera behind them gets both of them looking at it. No reaction from the crowd. <laughs> nothing. They're trying to do Warrior Hogan, and there's nothing. Never mind. Awesome. AW Dynamite. Kenny Omega beats Matt Seidel in the opener with Don Callis healing it upon commentary. Probably pointing out that Impact drew their lowest ratings of the year with uh, Kenny Omega recently. 
Um, this was a good match. It was one of those matches there where I'm like, all right, all right, come on. Don't be doing all the kickouts and stuff like you always do because no one believes Matt Seidel's winning. But then Seidel started busting out a move or two, especially mm. that counter out of the, uh, bouncing off the ropes to get out of the one-winged angel. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm all right with that. But what do you think of Matt Seidel, Jack? Because when I was talking, I was watching this on uh, Twitch. No, sorry. I was reacting to it on Twitch. It was, no, 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 Tony Khan, don't get mad. I was playing Banjo-Kazooie. Um, but what do you think of Matt Seidel? Because some people in the Twitch chat were going, he's good, but I don't care about him. Well, he was weird to me. But as a wrestler, I think he's good. Just an odd dude. Again, I forget. Just a strange dude. He was really nice to me one time, and then the next time I met him, he was less than nice to me. But I don't know if he was healing it up. Do you I remember? I can't remember if you were there who, who was with at Wrestling MediaCon. That was the time he was mean, or not mean, just off with me. It was weird. But yeah, he. We were walking. I don't know if we were all walking in together. Like you know, it cuts to like midway through SmackDown. Oh, the Rock is here. It was limo, but we're all walking in together at the same time. And Matt Seidel to just just says loudly, "Wow, look at all the virgins." I called like to people in attendance, not us. Like just like yeah, but like none of his nah, mates, the wrestling mates reacted. Min. No, that is and min. I'm like looking around, like is he talking? Is he talking to anybody? Is he just saying this out loud? Like maybe he was just. There's all good things we- where you don't know where to look or what to say. Because the first time I met him, he he was the nicest guy. He was, um, I was stood near him at merch and, and there was a match going on in the ring and he was loudly cheering on Ricochet as if he was a wrestling fan. He was like, kick his ass, Ricochet. And he was like really into it. So that was when he was a face. This second time was when he was a heel. So I reckon he was just being a bit method maybe. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, he's, he's good at wrestling still. Yes. That's our inside. Mm. Handman Page beats Cesar Bononi who appears to now be aligned with J.D. Drake and Ryan Nemeth because everybody needs to be disabled in AEW. Those young old newcomers, as Tony Schiavone called them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for I, it. I'm yeah. not happy for J.D. Drake, the king of bowling in Albahausen. Go on, Bob. Oh, did he win? The he bowling. was very, very good at bowling. American. Right. Mm. Britt Baker cut a passionate promo about her match last week. She says it took Mick Foley 20 years to become a hardcore legend. Well, she did it in one night. She also calls out Tony Khan, saying he seems to be looking everywhere for all the great legends to come to AEW, but the biggest one is here, right in front of him. Nice. Well done. I, was just, I saw Foley's twi- Twitter, re- bloody hell, Twitter reply to uh, that, that uh, jab from Britt Baker there, where he said, and I quote, come on, computer, load it, will you, for God's sake. It's still well, not fully tweeted that. <laughs> there it is. A huge congratulations to Kane for his well-deserved induction into the Hall of Fame. The landmark achievement makes Glenn Jacobs the only dentist with a Hall of Fame-worthy career. Oh. God, there's such workers, aren't there? These wrestlers always looking for a payday. That was, Ooh, that's good shot. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> oh, baby, oh, to be a triple. <laughs> He did quote the actual video that AEW put on Twitter of uh, Britt Baker's promo with, not going to lie, this comment from Britt Baker stung a little with a crying emoji. Aww. Oh. <laughs> I the first one he did. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, Twitter feud, we're a legend. It's got nothing to do with the company. Oh, I'm sick of this. And then, yeah, Fully says that. I'm like, oh, okay. Well done, Fully. Whoever wrote that tweet for you deserves a clap. And, yeah, I thought this was a fantastic promo. 
good for a bit Baker. And if she said Mal at one point, I still thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Backstage, Kazarian confronts Christian and asks, hey, remember that ladder match we had for the clipboard? No, <laughs> he gets asked when the work is actually going to begin. Saying his shirt, it says, outwork everyone. Christian says it'll start next week. He doesn't have an opponent yet. Kaz says, oh, I've got nothing to do. Like you on Mondays. And like me, because I'm on AEW Dynamite Dark Elevation. <laughs> Which I'm like, what? What kind of thing is that to say? It's uh, too many shows. Anyway. Yes, they're exactly the same level, mate. Uh, FTR and Sean Spears beat Varsity Blondes and Dante Martin before cutting a promo on The Inner Circle. And Jeff says he's got a gift for his pals next week because when you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. Hey, that makes sense. <laughs> and also, Dax appears to be turning into Perry Sutton. <laughs> what? <laughs> he did he got nice real close. He was pink hair. and sweaty. Yeah, pink yeah. Facial hair, didn't he? Yeah. I think he's fantastic. His, his promo on the uh, Santana Notiz when he was like, they've got no salt in them. <laughs> They're phony. I yeah. like them. Did yeah, that I agree just with everything mean- he said. Did having no salt mean that they're fake, basically? I'm guessing no, it means no like. No cocaine. Oh, right, okay. No, no, no really. spice yeah. in there. Yeah, well, they're attributed <laughs> to the 80s tag team, so yeah. <laughs> but um, he was saying, like, they're not, they, this isn't stand up comedy, this is real wrestling. And I was like, yes! They go yeah. hard all day, all night. Because I looked at the stitching and goes, why is there another bad guy stable? And it was like, well, no, no, no. These aren't the funny, bubbly. Like guys, these are the no. We're we're not here to do jokes. We're not here to do a stand up, like you said. We're just yeah. We're a bunch of dicks. Yeah, and that's it. And it's like, oh yeah, there is a lack of that in AW. There's all the cool bad guys. These are the bad bad guys. These are Daniel Craig to um. No, these are like so. You got Roger Moore right being James yeah. Bond. They're the he's the inner circle right, and then suddenly Dalton comes in and he's headbutting lads. Yeah. It's all gritty and it's like what's going on. So we just need to wait for what the next one is. They'll be Pierce Brosnan. The Charming best one. Irish. Yes. I love Pierce Brosnan, but he gets a bad... Apparently, he gets some stick from pure Bond purists. What? I know. He's so handsome. But he was in Goldeneye. Yeah. Oh, and, are we, man? And Die Another Day. This is... Oh, shut up. Anyway, we're annoyed now. Taz, Taz reassures us that Brian Cage has apologised after last week and that Team Taz is fine. And you know that because he has them all lined up <laughs> and they go, aren't we all fine? And they're like, <laughs> yes, we are fine. Yeah. Well, only Ricky Starks was, I think the, I think Hobbs and, and Hook were actually fine, but I don't think Starks is fine. Obviously. He is Brian Cage. They're going to break away, aren't they? They are. Ooh, they're going to break away Cage, like a Toblerone. I think Cage is fine. He thinks everything's back to normal because he was like, who better? Oh, no, okay. I thought Cage looked shifty as hell, I reckon. Just like he was, oh. yeah, he was, he was holding it in because he disagreed with Taz so much. He was just like, "Yeah, yeah." Because he said, "Are we all right?" Everyone said, "Yes," but he said, "Who better?" Every week now, That's I get, uh, I get a tweet from someone with a screenshot of the show saying, "When did Jack join Team Taz?" I look nothing like Hobbs. <laughs> Sorry, lads. I like that. Taz reassures us that Brian... Really bad, oh, really bad, Joe. Really bad. QT Marshall cuts a... Cuts a vicious super... Oh, God. It's all right, Jack. Whatever you said is going to be forgotten here. It's not being rubbish as this. QT Marshall cuts a vicious super... Cody Rhodes saying that he's frustrated at being just... 
known as Cody's friend, and deserves credit for all the hard work he does behind the scenes, like get coffee, like get coffee as Cody, like get Cody as coffee. He wants an exhibition match to prove he belongs. Cody accepts, but says he's going to hold back so cutie, so that he doesn't hurt him. <laughs> and I'm Cody's a good guy win. here. I'm going to try and win, but I'm a bit too... I'm just a bit too good, mate. So I'm, I'm so excited for a match where Cody Rhodes is not going to do any of his big, exciting moves <laughs> <laughs> against QT Marshall. I can't wait to see a coronel elbow tie-up between Cody and bloody QT Marshall. QT Marshall, I, I appreciate, because obviously it's, it's clear that QT Marshall does a lot behind the scenes in AEW. And obviously, you know, you've got to appreciate... The hard work in that he clearly does because Tony Khan was on Twitter saying he does that. Who might doubt Tony Khan? But QT Marshall is boring. Oh, <laughs> he is though. That that promo was soul destroying to watch. I don't I thought care. He tried I just his don't best. care. Yeah, I know he did though, but I just don't care. He's so boring. No offense to the guy because obviously oh. he works hard, but I'm not captivated by him at all. Oh, wait, you're not behind this battle of the the boring versus the unlikable. <laughs> I don't get you, Ross. You just don't understand wrestling. Yeah, is Cody yeah. deliberately doing things now to make him? Is this the start of a trend? In the, oh, in I the can't tell direction? anymore, mate. I can't tell. No, he's just he's, he's he's the strong one down the middle, and he you like him or you hate him, he doesn't care one way or the other. He's the guy. He's not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He is the guy. Also, QT Marshall. That's good. That. So, so Russia should, should use that. <laughs> also, QT Marshall. About six months after the bunny left him, is like, "There's my wife in the crowd. Known her since I was eight years old. Love you." Yeah. <laughs> I said that in a video. She has to sleep. Go on. People were like, "Oh well, they're clearly swingers, Ross. What's your problem?" <laughs> but they're not Ross. They're not Ross because she's when I'm I'm away making you coffee. She has to sleep alone. She sleeps alone. And I was dying for her to go. That's not true or something. But. <laughs> But yeah, got so QT Marshall. Is is there like a hierarchy here, or do, do all the main the elite lads have to have like their assistant slash friends? So we've got yeah. let's see if we name them all. Cody has QT Marshall. Jericho has Doctor Luther. Kenny um, has Nakazawa. Yeah, Nakazawa. Omega has Nakazawa. Who do the young bucks have? Brian and Cutler. Brian yes. and Cutler. Oh yeah, yeah. more of them. Yeah. Um, that's it. They've all got their their young boys, I guess. That is true. Yeah. That's nice. Good for them. <laughs> and they all great. The Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid beat the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. Kenny Omega jumps Laredo Kid afterwards and accuses the Bucks of not caring about him. Oh, and oh Jack hated God. that so much he left. <laughs> when he took a huge risk in joining them to set up AEW, he gives them one last chance to two-sweet them, but they walk away. The Lucha Brothers blindside Kenny and leave, so the Good Brothers come along to help him to his feet. And later on a promo from one of their homes, John Moxie and an injured Eddie Kingston make it clear that the war gallows and Anderson isn't over. They don't like the books, but Moxie says he owes them one after they saved them last week. And again, the highlight of the show was Eddie Kingston going, this ain't New Japan. This ain't six years ago. I'm like, dang you. Oh, Don Callis is abrasive. Yeah, abrasive. <laughs> which e-brasive. I looked up, and by the way, that is a word on Urban Dictionary, which describes someone who sends like no, yeah, sorry, like horrible emails and horrible DMs. So maybe, maybe Kenny said the right word there. Oh, like abrasive. Abrasive, like yeah. right, right. Oh, I didn't think I'm using the wrong word because he talks crap anyway. So wow. <laughs> oh, sorry, Matthew. I mean, in character, in character. This is Matthew's opinion of NXT Twitter. and AEW. We're like balancing out gradually over the months. Again. I like AW, but not all of it. 
I'm here to watch the wrestling. I'm not here to drink the AW Kool-Aid and go, yay! The elite, they're so great! When they're super-kicking referees, it's so cool and likeable. Matthew likes I like when your bat book comes out and says he's got so much... Until they're too popular. And then he's like... Oh, That's it. Right. It's exactly right. Everyone likes it. So now I just like it. <laughs> I like yeah. the bit where the really likable young books come out and brag about how rich they are. I can relate to that so much because I'm making so much money off these pins. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Coololicshop.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't care about these people, but I care about Eddie Kingston, John Moxley. So, And now what do you think about Omega's promo there, Jack, while I show up for a bit? I didn't like uh but I oh, think didn't you? Oh. Well I liked Oh no sorry I did like this promo. I don't I was going to say I don't like the way that Omega generally speaks and that your impression of him is often very accurate. His, I was all melodramatic and like yeah yeah. But I did like this promo because it was written well. Where you know the whole thing about how like the best villains have a, a fair point and he was I liked his point like Look, I took a huge risk leaving New Japan where I was minted. I was like the biggest star in wrestling. And I came and founded this with you guys. And now you're hanging out with him, Brandon Cutler. And I'm here, your pal. I was like, yeah, actually, to be fair. But it's easy to get behind anyone who's having a go at the book sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. 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 No argument there. And then he said, go on, Brandon. Go and make their coffee and carry their bags. I was like, oh. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Go feud with JR on Twitter. <laughs> I think it's the only feud he's had in AEW. Oh. And he, he lost that one pr- as well. Pr- pretty Peter. Yeah, Pretty Peter. Have That's the I'm biggest dark. story on AEW Dark, apparently. Take your word for it. No, it's second. Take Excalibur versus the negative one. Um, <laughs> Ty Conti beat Nyla Rose, but it's attacked by her afterwards. The crew Sheeta rushes out to make the save, but the bunny comes along and takes out the faces with Sheeta's kendo sticks. Matt Hardy appears on stage with a stable and claims that the recent women's tournament was a sham because the bunny wasn't in it. It's unclear whether Nyla and Vicky Guerrero have joined Matt's group. And I was like, all right, this match is happening. Okay, cool. Bit of a slow starter. And they then Ty Conti just got better and better and better and then eventually won. I was very surprised by this match. Yeah, um, good for her. She looked good, and I don't know what's going on with Nyla and Vicky, because like, are they part of Matt's group? Is Matt getting like a big stable now? Probably. Everyone yeah, let's just assume one. someone's joined a huge stable. Yeah, <laughs> they've been so disappointing though that that tandem of Nyla and Vicky because there's so much funny potential there. Is there not as two heels yeah. that well work well with each other? That that segment was really awkward though. I don't know if someone forgot their lines, but it was just a long pause, wasn't there? Matt just going, and we're going to teach you, and that was it. Yeah. And then we weird. just sat there very silent. But it's weird to see Ali do the wrestles, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I forgot that she, she was a wrestler. <laughs> she can her kendo stick shots were class. Mm. She was very good with the kendo stick. Exactly. And the main event, and because it's the main event, I was excited because I thought this was it. John Silver taking on Darby Allen with the TNT title. This is it. Going to win. Oh, Hungy. Sting comes out to even the odds, despite the Dark Order not really doing much. How is Sting? It, nothing, in yeah, fact. They did nothing. And then Sting just pushed him out of the way of one move. Right, but, Sting yeah. with his ricket came down on the ramp and was like, <laughs> and then they went, all right, cool, so we'll go over here, away from him. Sting didn't follow, so if they were wanting to cheat, all they needed to do was that side of the ring. 
Sting will never catch him. him. He's the vigilante. He's always watching. He can fly. Yeah, he can fly as well. Watch out, lads, or I'll make it snow on you. Right. And then they didn't do anything, and Darby Allen did a coffin drop on them for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> but that hey, is the sort of best thing... of luck, Darby. Hope you... Oh, no! <laughs> coffin that drop onto the... them. I was about to slag that off in Graded, but then I realised that is the sort of thing that Darby's character probably would do. He's a rep... He's a bit reckless, so fair enough. He's stupid, yeah. Yeah. And He's a Darby very silly young man. <laughs> That's what he sounded there. <laughs> His oh, mother you. should get him in for his tea earlier. <laughs> e, some mothers do have him. Uh, Alan and Silver bump fists afterwards, but everyone is attacked by Hardy's stable. Tay Conti runs out to get revenge on the bunny, and the show goes off the air mid-brawl with Darby getting the better of Matt. How could he not? Uh, yeah, weird episode AW setting up some stuff. Some of it was good, some of it was like, all right, cool. It was all right, though. Lots of the good wrestling, good. I thought, yeah. Yeah. Mm. John Silver, oh, he's he's like one of my favorite wrestlers now. I know that's mm. I know, he, and, he, and everyone's. And do you see that diving, like running, diving European uppercut, and Darby fell to the outside? I was like, oh, go on, love John Silver. Yeah, like life, he is short and hard. NXT, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai beat Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. With Gonzalez looking strong and Stark taking the pin. Ooh, Gonzalez attacks Io afterwards and throws her into the announce table which BT Sports then gift and says, I am the table. Don't know what that's a reference to. Uh, We see footage from earlier in the day of Adam Cole rolling up at Kyle O'Reilly's jiu-jitsu class (laughs) and they have a brawl. (laughs) Uh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved it so much. It reminded me of the 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 Vine or the TikTok or whatever it is with the, what is up, Cal? Come on, Cal. (laughs) You know, the, the angry white kid, basically. No, step to my face, dude. It's really good. If you've not seen it, you won't know. But it's just the is way. Is that one of Cole... Ollie Balls? Or... No, it's not one of Ollie Balls. Oh, no, it's, Ollie... it's Ollie Ball here. Yeah. Um, it's the way Cole walks in and just goes, Kyle! And he's walking like that and they just start having a fight in the middle of his jiu-jitsu lesson. <laughs> I enjoyed how Adam Deary put a fight. He just walked straight to that tackle. <laughs> yeah. He's like he glitched in a game. He's just going through walls and whatnot. And so he just goes, wah, <laughs> That'd be well, great. Kyle's just no clipping through the wall. And, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Kyle's in the middle of his jiu-jitsu class. He's in the zone already. You get taken mm. down straight away. Yeah, and the backstage, Roddy Strong tells O'Reilly that they should go and kick Cole's ass. Kyle says he appreciates it, but there's no we anymore. It's just Nintendo Switches. It's just between him and Cole. Strong is not pleased. Later, Cameron Grimes inquires about buying the rights to the Undisputed Era name, and Strong lays him out. Oh, okay. He's confirmed that's real, by the way. His gimmick. That he actually did buy some GameStop stuff. And he's actually rich? Yeah. Oh. Is it good for him? Good for him. play Kami G. Bronson Reed beats LA Knight in only Knight's second NXT match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting EC3 vibes. Remember EC3 on NXT? Mm. No. <laughs> Aaron Cross faces no. Oni Lorcan in a hard-hitting match while taunting him about injuring Danny Birch. Ooh, that's not nice because that happened in real life. And mm. cuts a promo on Finn Balor. Balor arrives and tells Cross he's going to beat him a take hour because Cross fights with anger. Whereas Balor's learned how to master his emotions. It says it, it's very anime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what isn't anime? Volta facing oh. Drake Maverick and beating him by referee anime. stoppage. That's in about 30 anime. seconds. 
Jabba comes out and challenges Walter to a UK title match at Tegawa. Imperium beats Champa down and Walter chops the life out of him before accepting. I mean, Walter doing stuff? Yay. Champa. He's 35. I was just about to say that, Matthew. I could not believe that when I got myself on Wikipedia yesterday. 35? What do you, what do you mean? He looks what 45. What do you mean? 50. Have you seen the man? Wait. But what, how was that evident in this segment or something? What was it? How, what's the I don't know why, grows. but it yeah, yeah it just oh, seemed older. Right, he's look, yeah, yeah, he's look, yeah. Right. He's always old, but this this week he was older. Okay, I see. I think because Ross pointed out that he's a few missed beards away from being the guy at the end of Home Alone with the shovel. <laughs> yeah, it's not the it's not the it's not the hair, is it? It's not the sorry, it's not the shaved hair. He looks younger when he's bald. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. It's the grey and the beat and the wildness. Yeah. Right. And the fact that someone says he idolised Triple H so much he's turned into him. <laughs> I think it was Boss Moss. Thank you, pal. But, yeah. So, I'm excited but also worried for Champa. Because just Walter's just, you know. Yeah, well, surely Champa won't win that match. Surely. It's got to the point now no. where I cannot wait for someone to beat Walter just for, for the next episode Shut of the podcast. Where, just to oh, see Matthew's is that reaction. it? Right, is that it? The one thing I hold... <laughs> yeah. hold don't make it genuinely like in WWE. Want me to uh, I would love but, it. Yes. Love it oh, if Rampage beat him. Yes. I would love Don't it. you dare bring up the Keegan promo for this. <laughs> Rampage is going to throw Walter into the core of the earth. He's going to batter him. I love Rampage. Two. Rampage is a lovely man and a hard I've never liked your Rampage. I faked <laughs> every you, handshake. How can, you, how can you not like Rampage? I tell you what. You say out, on Walter. Out of all of the wrestlers that we met back in the day at the other place, he was the most nervous I was meeting someone because he just has that aura of being someone who would hate us in our profession. <laughs> but then you meet him and you talk to him and he's a lovely fella. Just lovely, lovely. Yorkshire. The Yorkshire man. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah. Not quite like Yorkshire. Not like Andrew I think that I've, was a Yorkshire. I think I've told this story before, but uh, I was... Um, on our very first show, obviously meeting a lot of new people anyway is a bit of an unusual situation. When they're all wrestlers who are all weird or cool or whatever, like loads of different personalities, it was a bit of a strange day. And I was out the back of the venue because it was just like a tiny warehouse. And I stood out the back and Rampage was out there getting ready for his match. And he walked past me as his music was playing and he just looked at me and went, do I look cool? And I went, yeah, yeah, you look cool. And he's like, cheers. And just walked into the match and I was like, ah, oh, you big ledge. I just think he's great. And it made me feel at ease because I didn't know him and he's a big hard man. Lovely guy. Oh, thanks, oh. Jack. All right, cheers. Emma Moon and Shirty Blackheart retain the tight titles against Mercedes Martinez and Alia before getting confronted backstage by Candice Lerner. Any thoughts? Well, you didn't say anything, Matthew. So I, <laughs> I was going to see if everyone was paying attention to us, to be honest with you. Sorry, there's a lot of words there. Before being confronted backstage by Candice Lerner and Indy Hartwell. Um. Well, I'm I'm glad they didn't lose the tag belts yet. I'm glad they found another pair of challenges. It's not the most compelling stuff, but at least they're finding things for now. Hmm. John Devlin beats Kushida despite the efforts of Santos Escobar and his stable. Kushida attacks Wilder Mendoza afterwards, while Devlin and Escobar ah argue in the ring. Shawn Michaels comes out and throws a ladder in the ring. And both men hold up their cruiserweight titles. 
This was crap. This is I the one Ma- thing I watched I'm, on Twitter for NXT, and I went, I'm glad I'm not watching this bloody show apart from Walter Peaton. I love, beating up I people. love Matthew's, I love Matthew's serious commentary voice whenever he talks about someone named in speaking out. He's like, yeah, well, definitely not a match. Yeah, because it's an awkward <laughs> thing where it's like, let's pretend this isn't happening because uh, the boss wants us to not too focus too much on this. So we'll just pretend what? that there's nothing happening. That's not true. Yeah, it's not true. I thought he said, like, can you not bang on about too no, much? No, no, at all. Oh, okay. Uh, John Devlin got accused. We're just scared of no. We're just scared of. We're just scared of saying something legally that we're not allowed to say and getting right. sued. Oh, okay. That's why. Oh, okay. Not, uh, Matt Riddle still got a lawsuit going on then. So I'm just yeah. not going to say anything good about him until that happens because I think there are times when I'm doing this and I'm like, oh, focus on the wrestling, Matthew. You know, apparently I'm missing. No, it's, just way, it's just the way. It's just we've got to be careful, very careful, especially as a news outlet as well about. What oh, okay. We say. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not because we've been told not to focus on. Obviously, like I think I've important. misunderstood it. Then I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't trying to say anything about Pacino. No, no, of course. Yeah. But uh, well, moving on from uh, anything about anybody in this wrestling match, this was still crap. Why? This was still crap. Oh yeah, you thought it was. Oh, Sean, Sean, Sean Michaels, what are you doing here? That's mental. And both these wrestlers have to like. Ah, you know, because apparently we just can't escape from people from a few generations ago. He comes in and he throws a ladder in and they're both like, hey, that would be a great idea. Let's hold up our tables <laughs> together. Oh, no human it's being not, acts like this. It's not Balamore. <laughs> I think that I get it. I get why they're doing it because the two, the two belts and Sean and Razor and WrestleMania 10 and the ladder. I do get it, but I know what you mean. It was a bit... NXT does these weird segments sometimes where it feels almost dreamlike or not real, like the one where they ended the show with everyone facing off in different locations. They've seen yeah. a, they've seen a, a like a, an action film from the eighties or something, from maybe from the seventies, and thought, "Oh, that's cool." And then they try to do that sort of vibe in wrestling. I often get that with carrying cross segments. Me, I don't know what feeling it is. I don't know films enough to say what it is, but I know what I'm saying in my own head, and I'll I'll run with it. <laughs> I agree, Ross. Yeah, just yeah. I'll just talk to myself like an old sad man. Yeah. And again, as people keep pointing out, like, why don't you watch NXT? Because it used to be not like this. It used to be not what it is now, which is raw but black and gold, and with a worse mm. budget. So no, I'm not like, oh wow, that's slightly different brand. Get in. I still wanted that. I watch SmackDown. Regal brings out Cole and O'Reilly to sign a contract for an unsanctioned match at Takeover. They both do while cutting promos on each other. Cole says Kyle made him realise he didn't need the Undisputed Era anymore after Kyle failed to win the NXT title and tried to befriend Finn Balor. Cole has realised he's nothing more than a sidekick and a lapdog. O'Reilly says that he's the only member of the Undisputed Era to emerge a better person. He sold his soul for the group and now he wants it back. Cole flips the table to end the show. I thought this a decent promo. Ah, I thought it was really good. If it yeah. happened on a different brand, you'd be like, this was Mint, Walter, Mint. Yeah, I'd not say about Walter anyway. Well, yeah, you would, to be yeah. fair. But, but honestly, yeah, I, um, I, I, I think this was really good. Yeah, I like the promo that I saw. Uh, it's a shame that O'Reilly's saying this while looking like, I think it's Boss Mars or local Samway who said this, uh, the bully in a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> 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 what about does. you, Ross? Any thoughts on NXT or... This is going to be a one-off, hopefully, but I've had three or four videos to do in a a short space of time, so I missed NXT this week. Even though I've had a full extra day to prepare and see it, uh, I've I've missed it this week. So I saw the Shawn Michaels bit, and I saw the Carrying Cross bit, 
Um, and that was it, I think. And Tommaso Ciampa looking old. That was it. So I assume well, the sure rest of it was, was great. <laughs> ah, and that was The Week in Wrestling. Let's have a running in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, let's have a little old look in the mailbag. Hey, lads. Hope you're all doing well. Last week when Jack mentioned getting people to send in stories about their towns, one popped into my head instantly, and I think y'all will like it. I'm from central Louisiana, which is about as boring as it sounds. It's a small town right outside our state's capital, Baton Rouge. Anyways, in October of last year, I had just gotten home from work, and my brother came up to me and asked if I had heard the news. And I said, what news? And he told me that a child had stolen a school bus was on a high-speed police chase all around Central. I then went on Facebook and everyone was posting it. Luckily, no one was hurt, so it's a lot easier to laugh at. Aww. The best part is that the kid, who the news reported was 11, was taunting the police and flipping them off. <laughs> he also had to stand up to even reach the gas pedal. I also went on TikTok later that day, and there were videos of the kid driving the bus through town, and it went viral. The kid is now in juvie, but at least he has a great story to tell. I don't have a question, but I did want to thank you for all you guys do. And I look forward to watching the podcast every Friday. Cheers, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. I believe, Ross, we got a lot of messages like this. After we we offhandedly said, oh, we have to talk about the the craziest stuff we have around the area, like Raul Moat and whatever. Uh, What are the fun stuff you guys are known for? And we got a lot of them, didn't we? Yeah, we got a lot about local architecture with no sort of question attached. And if if you want to do that in future... A few sentences about, you know, something interesting from your town, not a full Wikipedia page, and then attach a question to it as well. (laughs) (laughs) Please, in the mailbag section where we answer questions. Um, Yeah, we're not just going to sit here and read out Wikipedia pages. (laughs) Be great. I live near Stonehenge, the entire history of Stonehenge at the bottom. (laughs) What's your favourite gimmick? Albert or A-Train? I mean, I sent you you both a couple last night. Which uh, which was your (laughs) favourite? All of them? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. them because everyone you submitted was had a line from you at the end so it was like huge line of text about this bo- this building or statue and then you just all of the emails are like this this week <laughs> <laughs> there was some good I mean we did I found the video them. by the way have you found the video on the Daily Mail of the bus boy. police chase 11 year old taking a school bus for a joyride in Louisiana I found a news oh. report but not the video there is no. there is literally seven or eight police cars tracking down this bus is there a way I can show you? I'll try and fiddle me. Um... Oh. 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 Jack. Oh. 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 Okay. <laughs> there he is. There's the magical school bus. Wow. Audio How listeners, he... this is currently a bus. Oh. <laughs> you can't oh, see who's driving the scripture it text. There's How a bus driving yeah, stand with up his, apparently. Yeah. With his wee legs. Oh yeah. Yeah. But if you stand up, then yeah. how do you gauge the pressure that you're putting on the pedal? Well, he did. He did crash in, into other vehicles. Just going on the grass because he's he's driving a school bus though. So in fairness, I think those things are designed to keep the people in the bus yeah. all right. There's my meal deal from last night. If you want to see. Oh, me. look oh, at that meal. Oh. Ross has a Monster Energy, uh, sugar free, salt and vinegar McCoys, and then it was a chicken oh. and bacon. Um, chicken and bacon baguette thingy, nice, nice, awesome. 
I'm just watching the, disorient, the disorientating camera angle here. <laughs> I can't reach. Go on, Kevin. Done. You got this. There's my calendar with me Rottweiler on. Oh, can, you point at, can you point at your calendar? It's a nice calendar. Our WrestleMania schedule is off the charts this year, so I had to get myself a calendar just to make sure everything's written down so I know oh. what, I'm, what I'm doing day to day to day. So there's next month. Look at all those things to do at the start of Wait, April. You've got dogs on the side of your wall. I know. I'm st- stealing your gimmick, bro. But the only thing nice I've got. Rottweilers. Look at that. Nice Rottweilers. Oh. oh. There we are. Scotty too rotty. <laughs> Hi. I have been listening to your podcast to help break the monotony of lockdown. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Sometimes this has been while cycling the football grounds in the Northwest as my exercise. This has got me thinking of idea I had a while ago to do a ride to WrestleMania. Cycling from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. My questions have nothing Ooh. to do with that, but I thought it might have been an idea worth sharing. We got a lot of slight emails, don't we? Which wrestlers slash wrestlers would you most like to see as a contestant on the following classic shows? I was going to ask host as well, but pretty sure that R-Truth is the correct answer to host any of them. Yeah, fair enough. So who's the best wrestler to host? No, sorry, to appear on Bullseye. Regal. Johnny Saint. Uh, New Jack, because, <laughs> like, one of the most famous Bullseye contestants, he's also killed a, a dude. <laughs> wow, good. I'm sorry, that's where <clears throat> my brain went when I heard Bullseye. Sorry, it was a very harrowing documentary. Uh, get your own back. Oh. Vince uh, Shane, and Shane for me. Shane yeah. McMahon and, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> See Vince going to the guns at the end. Sorry, the slime at the end, Americans. And Shane's already well-versed in using the slime, as we know. Uh, I could see Charlotte doing Rick and be like, I'm trying to get rid of the legacy. And I'm woo! (laughs) Countdown. Kane. Clever. I'll I'll agree with Ross. Who's a smart... Are there any smart wrestlers? Kane. Kane, Daniel Bryan. How's Kane smart? He won the weakest link. That's one of the most... Oh, yeah. yeah, all right. He's one of the few yeah, wrestlers okay. who reads books. Everyone goes, oh, he's really clever. Otunga. Yeah, he's managed to figure out how to stay employed after all these years, so he's obviously the smartest <laughs> oh. man in the room. Yeah, Otunga, clearly. Funhouse. Whole lot of fun, prizes to be won. I, d- I don't know Funhouse. Rick Is Flair for me. I can't figure what you do on Funhouse. You do the driving bit, but what else is... I don't even remember the driving bit, me. That's all I can remember from Funhouse. Austin. <laughs> yeah, he's got a drive in Austin. Uh, the Crystal Maze. Oh. Ooh. The core. <laughs> <laughs> they would work great as a team in, in Crystal Maze. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the new Nexus. <laughs> um, I'll go for... Oh, the Inner Circle. It's not as inventive an answer. But yeah, yeah. Big break. Oh, it's just Pacini's streaming schedule, isn't it? Go on, what? Sorry. Is that that one with Jim? Yes. Davidson. That's right. It's on the game show. And if uh, this, these are on Peacock, they probably have their length trimmed as well. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Um, Which I can't think. Would do? Snooker. Oh, Bret Hart, because he's the sharpshooter. Nice. Good. <laughs> uh, eight ball. Oh. Oh, you. 
All right. Well um, I'll go for. Ah, oh, no, I can't think. I had a pun as well. I was going to think of a wrestler who always falls asleep and then go because he loves using a he loves a rest, but I didn't. Didn't think of <laughs> Oh, what Randy Orton? So, uh, Orton, yeah, Orton, yeah. Go. Yeah, it's good. That pets win prizes. Bloody hell! <laughs> What's pet win? I've never heard of this one. Dale Winton and stupid animal tricks. <laughs> I think. God rest his soul. I watched it every week, but looking back at it, I just it's further proof that I wasn't the brightest kid. <laughs> um oh God. Cody and I'll, his dog, Pharaoh. And I oh, okay, name, yeah, right? yeah. I'll go for Bliss and Larry Steve the pig. Coco Beware and Frankie. Nice. Is it Frankie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll pull that one nowhere. Oh, yeah. Supermarket sweep. Oh, the big one. Oh. Strowman just charging down the aisles, putting one arm out, and just poof, that'd be great. I would have to oh. go for the, the tandem of Crash Holly and R Truth. Oh, well, I'm gonna go with Booker T and Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> great British Bake Off. Renee Young has to be one of them. She's she, she likes the cooking. Mm. She's good at the cooking as well. I watch all of her Instagram videos. Um, Loves a slow cooker. Britt Baker. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I can't can't beat that. Um, <laughs> the Rock, because you can smell what he's cooking. There oh. it is. There it is. Boo, boo put words. Blankety. Oh, there's loads here. Blankety oh, no. blank. It's whiz three. Um, blankety blank. I don't really mind. Just anyone. Uh, don't, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's. There's no specific. Oh, the, the back and forth between William Regal and Lily Savage would be legendary. I've already picked Regal. It's just Prince puns, of, isn't it's it? Prince of Mean. It's just rude puns. <laughs> so I'll just go with yeah. Valvina, circa '99. Fair enough. Taskmaster. I've never seen Ooh. it that show, but I've heard good things. It is what it's you said, good. Ross, it is good. The cast, the cast. It depends on the cast a lot of the time, but it is good. Um, it's got to be someone inventive, someone who does like strange inventive things. Who wrestles a bit weird? After this week, Matt Seidel. There we go. There he is, Matt Seidel in Taskmaster. Triple H. Oh. <laughs> student of the game. Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Oh, Kevin Sullivan! Oh, well done. Oh, because he is the Taskmaster. Master of Tasks. He was never explained what the hell that meant, but he said it enough times. Uh, It's a knockout. (laughs) (laughs) Good God. Uh, I mean, Braun Strowman is the obvious answer for me. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine him just boshing like a 25-foot gnome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd like to see Dolph Ziggler on it. Because he falls, he falls in an entertaining fashion. He'd take a bump off of one of those giant outfits. Yeah. In front of Princess Anne, whoever it was that one. Have you ever seen footage of that? Yeah. No. They're, oh, the, they're doing It's a Royal Knockout with some of the royal family getting involved and they all went afterwards. We are never doing anything like that again. It was, <laughs> it's... Ugh. I would pay good money to see, on pay-per-view, to see that in today's day and age. Right, all right. 
Get Philip on that obstacle course now. <laughs> tell you what, Harry, Harry, wipe the floor with him. Is he oh, thinking yeah. of James, James Corden? What thing? Harry, no, Harry can no. pull himself up the rope like a like an army man, because like, he was he, an he army was man. An army man. <laughs> like an army man. Uh, Finders Keepers. Never seen it. Never seen it. What is it? Really? It was the other yeah. thing Neil Buchanan did on ITV where it's a design of a house. You have to answer questions and you have to like find one item in one room. So you have to trash the place. Yes, it's yes. awesome. Yes. Um, I'll go for uh, The Fiend then. Perry Saturn. Yeah, I probably <laughs> think only wrestlers to fit in this. Who finds things and keeps things? Oh, Midian found the European title in Shane McMahon's bag. And Shane was yeah. like, yeah, we'll have a take it. <laughs> the Great Pottery Throwdown. Oh, there it is. Oh, hey. I would have to go with a big show. Because he's what? got hands. Massive hands. You need big, strong hands. But with those big, strong hands, you need to be very deft, deft and have a lovely touch and feel for things. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I thought of another pun, lads, but it's not a it's a problematic one. Brodus Clay... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The pun, the pun. Yeah. Yay. I'll I'll go with Bret Hart after he yeeted the trophy, the Bad News Brown one at WrestleMania <laughs> Four. Threw that down. Uh, family fortunes. The hearts. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> Not man's. Imagine Linda on there just talking shop. You know, taking, <laughs> taking no prisoners. He said. Uh, name something brown. Stu Hart. Hey, uh, uh, my Bruins jacket. Uh. <laughs> Thanks for all the content, Mike from Preston. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike from Preston. That's a good one. How was it going? A hey, hitting from the Maritimes from New Brunswick, Canada. That's right. Ah. Home province of the Rene Dupree. And mm. thought I'd chip in some phrases and culture. Oh, it's this bit of the show. Here's yes. some phrases to guess or just say if you're pressed for time. Okay. Gone for a rip. Massive fart. Driving. It's driving, isn't it? It's driving around. I think I know that one. It is. Going uh, for a drive. Usually out in the woods. Like you just for gone one. for one there. <laughs> the comic timing of Jack the Jobber, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Um, what but was it? You end? can drive in the woods and then go for a fart. So maybe Ross won as well. What was it in the end? Yeah, you won. I've heard a song called. It's like just going for a rip, are you, bud? But I don't understand it. But it means going for a drive. Yeah. Is it Welsh? Uh, no, no, just going to send it. <laughs> send it. Send it. I know what send it means. If it's the same thing, it's like a skateboarding term. It means just go, do it. Just go, go all for in. Go it. All send in. it. Yeah. Give it 100%. Go for something, even if the results are questionable. I think we all relate oh, to gonna, that. Am I going to down this pint? Yeah, mate. Send it. Hey. Yeah. Bed lunch. Bed lunch. Bed lunch. Um, I'll go for like a late night, a late night snack in bed. I'm gonna say to be out of place. Ross is kind of right. It's another phrase for midnight snack, not actually lunch in bed. Okay. Like going to the fridge and eating ham or cheese from the packet. <laughs> not that I would ever do that. Uh, beaver tail. Uh, it's a food thing. Rude. That okay. song's that song is a beaver tail. Because it what is slaps. It no, no, it's a food thing, Matthew said, I think. Oh, it's a food thing? Yes. I should have said that quicker. Waffles. Pork medallion. Oh, it's a very specific. It's a desert 
dessert, a dessert made from fried dough, also called an elephant ear. Sounds nice. Mm. Fried dough. Mm. Mm, fried dough. The Rock. Hint, a place. The Rock. Um, what's like a... Oh, Newfound, Newfound, Newfoundland. Yes, that's how I'd say it as well. Another name for the province of Newfoundland, where new fees are from. That sounds like I've seen the answer before. I, I swear yeah, you're doing really well a, here, mate. I swear down that was a guess, and I'm so proud of myself. That's the also, best one I've a, ever done. Uh, due self going down well. I watched a very sad documentary which featured Newfoundland, and I remembered it was a rocky island. Oh, what was the documentary about? Dear Zachary, it's horrible. It's oh. very well made, but it's very sad. It's about a woman who shot her boyfriend, and then she was pregnant with the baby, and then the, his parents had to... Oh, it's really bad. They You're have right, to it get... was sad. I don't know what I was expecting when you said that answer. Uh, it gets worse, but I'll leave Moving it. on. He's a bit greasy. A uh, bit bit he, untrustworthy. He's a bit greasy. <laughs> It'd be great if that's what I meant. He's untrustworthy. 2-4, uh, which is more of a university Canadian saying. 2-4, yeah, yeah. 2-4. Roger that. Miz and Morris, 2-4. I don't know. It's a 24 case of beer. Nice. Oh. <laughs> uh, a hook, spelled S-O-O-K. Mm, a... Oh, no. I honestly have no idea. Uh, Chris um... Bank trying to say the word shook. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucker. <laughs> I don't know. Someone who's being whiny. Okay. Oh. Uh, fill your boots. Oh, have as have much as you like. Take, yeah. take it all. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we have that over here. Oh, that's nice. And finally, a blue noser. Like a well, brown that's noser? A, an Everton fan. Because the, <laughs> yeah. the Liverpool fan I used to live with always go, oh, those blue nose. Insert. You used to live with Taz. <laughs> On football manager streams with Owen, sometimes his hatred for Everton can't, like, it just, it, it comes out and he's like, if we if we're scouting a player and he's from he's from Everton's youth team or whatever, Owen's like, he doesn't look that good for it. And I'm like, yes, he does look good, Owen. It's just because he's from Everton. And he's like, I've got nothing against the Ev. I'm like, oh, the Ev. That the sounds Ev, as they all sang back in the day when I was at uni. The Ev have got no money and we're all on the beak. Someone, <laughs> someone in the someone in the chat said to Owen, or someone said, "Hey lads, just checking in. I'm an Everton fan here." And Owen was like. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. We accept Everton fans. Look forward to your new stadium, mate, in about 20 years. And then ah, the, get your drills on the phone. But then someone replied saying, like, well, Liverpool have got Everton's old stadium. Like, Anfield used to be Everton's stadium. I was like, oh, it's kicking off. I like seeing that. It's <coughs> funny, isn't it? Uh, Sorry, Canada. Oh, yeah, Canada, Canada, Canada. Uh, what is a blue noser? Somewhat dated term for someone from Nova Scotia, where the okay. famous blue nose sailing ship was built. Ooh. Oh, I thought it was just like rhyming slang. I thought it would be that. Thank you for the excellent podcast every week. I love you guys as much as someone who's never personally met you all and, and extremely grateful to have your content to enjoy. Ah, this is a brown noser. <laughs> no, <laughs> so sad. Keep That's your stick really on the ice, Harry Balzonia. Thank you, Harry. I just wanted Matthew to read that name. Actual name is Justin. You freaking... <laughs> <laughs> What's Harry Balzonia? Harry Balzonia. Oh, Harry Balzonia. Balls on, balls, balls on you. Right, okay. All right. <laughs> balls on you. He's got revenge on you there. Well done there, mate. Uh, and that is the mailbag this week. We did get a lot of stuff, but we are pressed for time. Maybe we'll bring up another future one. But yeah, do it fun fact style. Please, we're not going to read the entire thing. Uh, we are trying to read a podcast for other people. Only we get to tell the boring crap and tell boring <laughs> stories about our area, all right? 
Just saying. But if you have any, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Ah, Reese's Pieces. Hello, shills. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello, shills. <laughs> Given that you're definitely, almost definitely, 100%, no doubt about it, on Tony Khan's payroll. Oh, all right, I see. Earning £5 and a box of cheesecake per month. I thought it'd be interesting to put that theory to the test. I've collated a list of AW versus W superstars, personalities, and other things. And this Reese's Pieces is simply to pick the one you prefer. Hmm. Fastest thought first, but remember, you're getting a paycheck. Oh, this this guy's ready. Oh, all right, all right. Cheers, guys. Andy the Wool from the Wirral. All right. Oh, so fastest thought first, remembering that we are being paid, obviously, because we say it enough times, people believe it. Kenny Omega or Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns. At the minute, Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman Reigns. Uh, women's champions, Hikaru Shida or Asuka? Asuka. Asuka? Probably Asuka. Oh, it's not doing well. Tag champions, Young Bucks on New Day. New Day. <laughs> at the moment, at the moment, Young Bucks. New Day aren't featured as heavily. Oh no, young I can't stand the Young Bucks, me. Uh, New Day, I like. <laughs> they're very likable. Mid card champion, Darby Allen or Big E. Oh, okay, oh hey, that's a tough Big E for me. Darby's at the moment. I like Darby wants to get rid of Sting, but for now, Big E. John Moxley or Drew McIntyre. Moxley. Moxley. Oh, thank God. Moxley. There we go. Coming back. Britt Baker or Charlotte? Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Inner Circle or the Hurt Business? Oh. Inner Circle for me. Just... Inner Circle. Nah, Hurt Business. Inner Circle lost their way a while ago. Jericho or Randy Orton? Uh, Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Talk to pick one. Um, uh, Jericho, because he's funny. Pac or AJ Styles? Pac. AJ Styles? No, Pac. Yeah. Uh, Whore lad. Alex Marvez or Caleb Broxton? <laughs> Alex Marvez. Alex Marvez all day, all night. Is that what they'll do on the Invasion show when they finally fight, like when they did Earl Hebner? Versus Nick Patrick. Nick Patrick right? <laughs> yeah, Marvez. Eddie Kingston or Kevin Owens? Oh. Oh, oh Kevin Oof. Owens for me, just. Eddie Kingston, but Kevin Owens is like the number one person I want to jump ship, but Kev- Eddie Kingston for now. Eddie Kingston, but it's that close. Shaq or Pat McAfee? <laughs> Pat. Yeah, big Pat. Yeah, big Pat. He's visible. Mm. Uh, Sting or Wait, Goldberg is visible. I don't get it. Well, Shaq disappeared. All that ambulance yes. has never been seen <laughs> since. Yes. So. Yes. I laughed and then I was like, "Hang on, I don't understand what you said." Yeah, that yeah. wasn't very well said. To be honest with you, no. he's visible. Sorry, but anyway, Sting or Goldberg, who are sadly visible. Uh, Sting today, today. Uh, Sting. Goldberg, the Ziggler thing was good. I enjoyed the Ziggler thing at SummerSlam that one time. Uh, Goldberg because he left. Um, Excalibur or Corey Graves? Excalibur. 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 I should have Stadia. said. Go on. I should have said Goldberg because he actually beat the NWO. Come on, oh. Steve. Hey. Did he? Yeah, he battered Hogan in, in the Atlanta. Uh, no one really beat the NWO <laughs> apart from the uh, well, whatever. 
Okay, okay. Stadium Stampede or Boneyard? Boneyard. Stadium Stampede. Stampede. Thunder Rosa or Bianca Belair? Belair. Oh, that way. That Belair. is tricky. I'm going to edge it to Bianca, but that's the closest one so far, yeah. I think. That's a close one as well, but same answer. Christian or Edge? Edge. Edge. Edge, now he's doing the triple threat. This could, Hardy, that, that could change in a matter of weeks, everyone. Oh, that could no. change in a matter of a week. Let me say something positive about someone. Uh, Matt Hardy or Jeff Hardy? Oh. I mean, Matt, because he's at least something on TV these days. Feel a bit bad yeah. for Jeff. He's just sort of there. Matt. Nah, Jeff. <laughs> Seen Matt every week's a bit weird. Serpentico or Tucker? <laughs> oh, poor Serpentico. <laughs> hey, I've got to go for Tucker. Eh? Yeah, I'm going for Tucker. Who's Tucker? I think Serpentico. <laughs> Never heard of you one. Don Callis or Paul Heyman? Heyman. Yeah, Paul Heyman. Yeah, Heyman. The Fiend or Abaddon? Oh, well, The Fiend, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, The Fiend, but Abaddon's been used more wisely than The Fiend has. As in, in not a, very in often. A short, in a <laughs> yeah, short say, time. Three, three times in one year, I guess. But uh, I guess The Fiend, you know. Yeah. Revolution 2021 or Royal Rumble 2021? Hmm. I'll go for Revolution. Both good and the bad. I can't remember much of the Rumble apart from the Rumbles. Uh, I'll go for Revolution as well, I think. They both had dud endings, didn't they? They had the explosion and the NW Revolution and uh, Roman Reigns legit handcuffed. Oh, Oh. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, I like the Rumbles. Yeah. I'll probably probably re-watch the Rumble before I re-watch Revolution. Fair enough. Cody Rhodes or Daniel Bryan? <laughs> D. Bry. Now, I'm a big fan of Cody Rhodes, but I even I have to go for D. Bry. Oh, it's tough. Daniel <laughs> Bryan. Maybe. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll pick Daniel Bryan just because. Well, we can kiss up five pounds goodbye, lads. I was going to say, uh, I, I was certainly heavily WWE there. Bloody hell. I need to reevaluate <laughs> my, my standard with TK. <laughs> Uh, but AW is great, you know. Maybe this is so much show. talent that even though AW can't have like a great show or five star knockout thing, or it's a bit, there's so much talent on that bloody roster that you end up getting some good out of it anyway. So, wait, do you mean WWE? No, AW. Oh, I thought, Jack. I thought the thing you just described was WWE. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, I guess it does describe WWE. Yeah, mm. wrestling. Because yeah. there's more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? They get more ability to be themselves and whatever. It's at least with AW, you get reminded that people are allowed to act, not yeah. mechanical. Yeah, Sean yeah. Michaels, my God, let's all pose at the same time, lads. <laughs> point at the sign and then cut, 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 cut. I mean, there. AW five pounds, yeah. And if anybody else wants to send us uh, five pounds to endorse their show, I mean, any Reese's pieces, they can, of course, go to Coldaholic. Mailbag and go, why have you put me here, Matthew? And I go, hi, I tricked you. Make sure you pay attention. <laughs> Mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The question. What a nice podcast. Mm. And there's a little bit of nicest 
left for us all a saviour before we have to go away for one week. And that is the big question. Used to be called the big, big question, but he's left for AW Dynamite. So it's now the Paul White question. Who else should be in the WWE Hall of Fame? The prestigious WWE Hall of Fame. Not quite as prestigious as some of the Hall of Fames on this show, but we'll let them have it. And there's so many different people you could put in every year. It's very hard to pick, but uh, I'll start off. See Ross looking at things. As nice as it would be to put non-wrestling stuff in. I know uh, the Evergreen currently blocking the Suez Canal would be in my personal Hall of Fame <laughs> if I was low on it. But I do like my mistakes. I do think they bring people closer. And the fact that people are still talking about this legendary moment decades later still brings us amusement. I think at least one time they should put the Shockmaster in the Hall of Fame. Wow. As the funniest thing to ever happen in wrestling. That's that's sad because he's tugboat. <laughs> he's tugboat. He's known for being Hogan's babyface pal for years. And then one thing he's known I... for being a boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no! If I hadn't been for Shockmaster, tugboat would have headlined. Have you heard the stuff about? No. The original idea was to have tugboat. See, Bruce Brucey P's talked about this in uh, something to wrestle with. That he was going to be, he was going to do the slaughter thing. That was the original plan until they got brought Slaughter in and he actually, oh, it looks really good, actually. Maybe, maybe we'll do the thing with him. But the original idea was that he was going to be chic tugboat. Wow. Before he didn't really pull his weight. Would it actually maybe he had the anchor that? down, I don't know. But um, <laughs> they realised, ah, oh, he's not actually, you know, we said, hey, we think they're giving you a push with Hogan. He didn't quite, you know, step his game up. So, went, oh, get in, can't sleep. So He would actually have been called chic If they hadn't tugboat. had Slaughter come in, and that hadn't that hadn't synced up really yeah. well. Going, ah, Slaughter can do the you know turn and heel thing. Yeah, that'll, 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 that'll go really well. There, chic tugboat. That's not the real name they're going to use. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, come to WrestleMania Seven and see Hogan versus Chic Tugboat playing the heel heel air. <laughs> this boat has defected to the Iranian side. Yeah. <laughs> the boat just turned around at a Yui. No, it's going the wrong way. No, no tugboat. That chic tugboat to you. <coughs> why, tuggers? Why? What? Yeah. So wow. he could have had two legendary moments in his career, but we only got oh, him one. And I think that oh, is wait. enough. Sorry, was it the Iranians or the Iraqi side in that? I can't remember, and I don't want to offend anyone. Oh, no. Uh, no, it was the non American side at the time. Anyway. It was definitely Iraq. Saddam Hussein was from Iraq. Oh, it was Iraq. It was Iraq. Right, right, right. right. Yes. Cool. Not the Iron Sheik was from Iran. So yes, we him back. That was, that's where I've got. It's like, hey, Thank we you. want you to play an Iraqi. He's like, uh, uh, uh. it'd yes. be like Owen having to play somebody from Everton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. they, they're not fond of each other. Um, anyway, as much as fun we haven't talked about uh, Ottman's career. Yeah. The Ottman the Empire. That'd be a great statement <laughs> there, don't you? Uh, Jack, who would you put in the Hall of Fame? I would put, um, he's just left, but Christian, and now he might have scuppered his chances. Can I induct a celebrity back. one, please? Can I do one of the celebrity wings? Which one? Floyd it's like Mayweather. like Robocop or something, is it? No, it's Floyd Mayweather. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah. For just that really good match he had with the big show, I think he deserves it. And he's a big enough name that WWE would die to put him in the Hall of Fame. Right. I'm surprised they haven't tried, maybe they have tried already. Who knows? But my yeah, Floyd Mayweather Jr., um, I'll try and yep, think of an nice actual wrestler, but has anyone else got a... Wait, but, 
by doing that, I'm going to have like Jake Paul highlights as well put in. <laughs> whatever the hell he's doing. Uh, they've got enough highlights from his 50-odd wins. You know what? All you need to get is the footage of him sparking out that dude at Rising in a minute and then dancing mm. afterwards as the guy's rise. crying. I was like, Rise? rise. Yeah, when Floyd was in Newcastle. Fire, rise. <laughs> Who you think you're hard, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I wonder what Floyd way. Mayweather would be like in a in like a real brawl, like a street, because he's very defensive. Do you think he'd just wait until they got tired? He's like, just waiting. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe he'll wait until they look away or get distracted by the referee and then spark them out like he did with... Yeah. Uh, was it Ortiz? Oh, hey, that guy had it coming. He didn't protect himself at all times, but yeah. it was cheap. Hey, sorry about that. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'll say I'll say sorry again. Like, what? Say sorry to me twice. <laughs> yeah, the ref messed up there. He wasn't even looking. Nah, it wasn't ref's fault. Referee got in the end fight. The guy got on a hug twice. No, the, it is the ref's fault. The ref says Not the ref's fault. It, it is the ref's fault. If you watch it, it was the ref's why, fault. Why you wanted to say, wait, I'm really sorry I did that. Twice? We can have this debate. Ref's called it. Oh, sorry, anyway, sorry, anyway. Uh, the ref is looking away from the fight as it happens. I love that I'm defending Floyd Mayweather here. Uh, Paragon anyway. of virtue. Anyway, Ross, <laughs> hopefully we bought you enough time. Do you have a Hall of Fame pick? Sid. Yeah, fair. Good. God, you're right. He's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? Sid was, when I, oh. I've said before, Super Bowl 2000 was my first VHS. He was the master and the ruler of the world who walked in, world heavyweight champion. He beat Scott Hall and Jeff Jarrett and walked out. He's a four horseman. He was for a little bit. He uh, he headlined a few WrestleManias. Yeah. <laughs> All fantastic. He's a fantastic promo. Lovely hair. Fantastic physique. Lovely skin tone as well. Always a, a lovely natural sort of sunburn, wasn't he? Not not a fake tan, like a natural sunburn. Right. Yeah. He's um, not the colour of half the AW roster. <laughs> oh my god, do you see Christian? Right. Yeah. yeah. The lumber. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that yeah, because so, he's, you know, 5'11". <laughs> yeah, so Sid. Sid's my pick. Sid's a good pick, but there is every chance they book him for the Hall of Fame and he doesn't show up. <laughs> That's true. Is it softball or baseball? I always get mixed up, me. Softball. Softball. It, it's softball and him being a flake. <laughs> Mixture of the two. Um, oh, and failing drug tests, allegedly. I've, guys, I've thought of another one. Go on. Uh, Jim Johnson. Oh, that's a yeah. nice one. 100%. Yeah. I don't even need to really elaborate. I think everyone knows. You don't. I know who should put him. The Spanish announce table. <laughs> All the hard work they put over the years. Can it be inducted by its best mate, the English announce table? And there's just two tables, just silent <laughs> for 10 minutes. They go, oh, thank you very much for inducting. Oh, no! And then some guy goes through. If they did that, people would genuinely love it. People would find that really funny. You should write yeah. to them, Matthew. Tell them to do it. They're, yeah. they're that easy to access. Yeah. My, at, my dad once told WWE me. Hall of Fame. My dad once told me to email the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> oh my god! It was like it was like I was a teenager. He was like, email. You know, everyone's got this email now. Email the Arctic Monkeys because he had an idea for a song they should cover. It was another girl, another planet, which I do agree. He had a fair point. They do a fantastic cover of another girl, another planet, but. <laughs> Oh, bless you. Anyway. Uh, well, we could probably talk bollocks about the Hall of Fame picks. There's so many. Please let us know what you think in the comments below. If you have also anything else you'd like to share with us, any local stories, local legends, make them brief, uh, <laughs> or some Reese's Pieces, you can send them to mailbag.goldhug.com. And if you'd like to vote in the prestigious Hall of Fame, you can. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, by going to patreon.com 
forward slash coldaholic. But we are going to sod off now because Ross has stuff to do. We're going to love you and leave you. Ross, take a bow. Take a bow, Ross. Go take on. a bow. Take, <laughs> take a bow, yes. Yeah, I just like, thank you lads for, for this morning. We started at 8am GMT right. this morning because I've got a straight to hell to do in, in a little while there. So thank you very much. I'm going to bugger Good off Good luck now. with it. Hope Have it a line well. of coke and get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Don't, don't do drugs, don't kids. kids. Yeah. Don't do bad. Yeah. That's right. And Jack, what drugs will you be doing? Um, Bit of Twitch on a Wednesday at half six. Twitch sounds like a drug. Bit of Twitch say, on a Wednesday twitching. at half six with Owen, football manager, Coldaholic FC. Get involved. Matthew, what have you got going on? Today is Friday. Tomorrow will be Saturday. And I'll be streaming Silent Hill. <laughs> and last <laughs> time we did Rebecca that... <laughs> what? Quoting oh, Rebecca Black there. Yeah. Um, and all it was a fantastic playthrough last week. All everyone did in the comments was talk about Michael Barrymore. So, because oh. uh, he's scary. So, hopefully, more of that to come. And until then, please subscribe to Callholic uh, by going to YouTube that you're watching now. Click like and subscribe. Take care of yourself. And at the end of every podcast, we like to put our hands up against the video because we haven't thought of anything else better to do. And end it with one, two, three. Join us. Join us. Tearless video on Sunday. Tearless video on Sunday. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 